Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Stark. Transformers, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, and Star Wars. Ah, yeah. If you want to kick it with us, we'd love for you to stop by our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. There we've got a small crew of toy addicts that like to talk toys. Uh, if you want to keep up with the show, you can do that at openyourtoys.com. There at the top of the page, you'll find a link to our show notes, which will have links to everything we're talking about tonight, including how to subscribe to us through RSS feeds, iTunes, Google, Stitcher Smart Radio. Um, also, if you're on Facebook and not necessarily a group kind of person, you can follow when new episodes are posted at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. You can email us at team at openyourtoys.com or the way we want to hear from you. It is our voicemail. That's 720-235-TOYS, 720-235-8697. All right, Mr. Stark, where can people find you, sir? Uh, they can head over to YouTube, type in Lotus Stark, and watch some videos of things that I collect. Ah, yeah. And Rock, how about you, sir? You can find me on Facebook, in the group, Twitter, not that active, and the ever-growing YouTube channel, Rock the Farting Dad. <laughs> right on. Uh, for me, I'm on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash open your toys, uh, Instagram and Twitter at Slick McFavorite, and email slick at openyourtoys.com. All right, Lotus, what are you drinking, sir? Water, LG fridge water, and a Bubba keg. Nice, nice. And uh, and Rock, what about you, sir? I'm drinking Poland Spring out of a plastic bottle. Poland Spring, straight from Maine. Nice. That's our local. That's our local uh, bougie water up here. <laughs> and uh, and not necessarily uh, picked out for the show, but just the only beer I had in the refrigerator. I am drinking a Corona Extra Bomber La Cerveza Más Fina. Um, with a couple of really juicy slices of lime in there. Mwah. Perfect uh, perfect beer for a very snowy day here in, in the Mile High City. Yeah, we got, uh, we got um, about a foot of snow on Thursday through Friday. Um, our nearest ski resort got a uh, 24 inches in, in a 24 hour period. Wow. So yeah, it's been, it's been coming down. We've shoveled our walk, 
I don't know, four times now, which it's kind of a pain in the ass considering the people next to us don't shovel on either side of us. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not one to snitch, so they don't ever get fined for it like you can get if you don't shovel your shit. But I just imagine the, the people walking like, okay, foot of snow, foot of snow, completely clear. Foot of snow, foot of we've snow. Had, <laughs> we've had no snow here in this part of New York. We've had only two inches this year. That's it. Oh, wow. Wow. And where my wife works is where the big meteorology center is. Uh, they're saying probably no snow at all for the month of February. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we've had, we only had two inches, and I think we normally get 24 for January and February. That's crazy. Yeah, we yeah. we hadn't gotten much snow until this storm. We, we've had a couple big storms, you know, since November, but... This one is the biggest, and we're still expecting another inch or two tonight and then an inch or two tomorrow. So I'm like, uh, fingers crossed for school to get canceled because while I'm not very uh, 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 efficient, I guess, I'm not, I, I don't get a lot of work done when my daughter stays home. Tomorrow I have to man a Girl Scout cookie booth. I've got my PTA meeting. There's a principals meeting. And I would just love for all of those things to get canceled. And they would all get canceled with school. Girl Scout cookie. Those Girl Scout cookies are all over the place. I mean, you know, they were they were at my Home Depot. They were at Lowe's. I mean, they're just all over the place. And the one girl, like, I told her no. And she's like, well, we take credit cards. I'm like, it's still no. <laughs> like why are they they're just very forceful this year yeah and i don't know mrs mcfavorite handles all of that stuff i i got wrangled into this one booth time but i don't know what they teach them little miss mcfavorite is not very forward she can barely talk to strangers you know like out of the blue because we're always very like we went sledding uh on friday and uh, one family brought like a little uh, like a skateboard ramp. So they made like a little mm-hmm. kicker in the snow. And I'm oh, like, cool. she's like, I want to ride that. I'm like, just go ask them. Go ask them if you can if you can go down on their, you know, on their little track they had made. And uh, and she just kind of hovered around the dad for a couple minutes. I'm like, ask him, you know, so we're. We're in the process of teaching her how to be able to talk to strangers. Yeah. All right, quick question. Lotus, we know you didn't buy any Girl Scout cookies, but say if you were going to eat one type of Girl Scout cookie, which one would you go with? Uh, I'm a big uh, Thin Mint fan. I here. like, Yeah, I like the Thin Mints. Yeah, but I, I would just go to Walmart and get the cheap knockoffs. <laughs> the third party? Uh, they're very cheap. They're a do- Walmart has the fake Thin Mints, which like Keebler sells the Grasshoppers, which are very close. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But the but if you want cheap, like Walmart sells them for a dollar of like ch- it's called chocolate covered mint cookie or something like that. <laughs> it's like a dollar, a dollar fifteen for a pack. I mean, the same size as the Keebler, which is like two eighty. So, yeah. and the Girl Scouts are probably five bucks. I don't know. I don't buy it. What about stuff. you, Jason? What's your go-to Girl Scout cookie? Um, I'm a Samoa guy. Caramel and coconut, man. That's my second That's favorite. 
So. Now I I like I like the peanut butter. I don't know if it's a Girl Scout cookie. I think it is because it's it, it once again Walmart has knockoffs of it, but it's a it's peanut butter. It's like fake peanut butter, and then it's a chocolate cookie, and it's covered in chocolate. Is that a Girl oh, Scout? Okay. Is that yeah a, yeah okay. that's uh yeah. and and seeing they're called different things yeah. on on uh on the East Coast, so I don't know what Roxy's, but here we call them tagalongs. Okay. Isn't yeah. the uh, the Samo- the the one with the caramel and the coconut? Isn't that one not called the Samoa anymore? Because there's all kinds of like uprage about it. I don't know. I mean, Miss McFavorite's still been calling it Samoas, but that were they called something else be... then before that? Then maybe that's what it was. No, maybe they changed it to Samoas. I remember hearing a thing like a complaint about that. But again, like I say, who knows? It might have been right. what they were called on your side of the country so, or something. I, I I don't I don't contribute to the Girl Scouts. Um, what uh, what do they cost? Uh, four bucks this year. So mm-hmm. they've they've continually gone up. I helped my cousin sell cookies starting like maybe seven or eight years ago, and they were only two bucks a box back then. Oh, That's okay. how much they've gone up. So yeah, they're pricey as shit. So, but of course we have a uh, the the favorite pastime around here is to get them set up outside of uh, dispensaries or weed shops. Mm-hmm. So that's that's been the fun thing since uh since they they got legal. Yeah, well, especially like I need I heard like the tax out there for. Uh, recreation is like 37%. So if somebody's going to go in there and spend whatever they can spend on some medical marijuana or whatever you want to call it, they got a couple bucks for some Girl Scout cookies. It's almost like a guilt trip, kind of. It's like, hey, yeah. man, yeah, and it has you can to spend be... 50 bucks on weed, you can spend four bucks on a box of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> and isn't it isn't it true that all of these, uh, these medical uh, marijuana places, isn't it true that they can't accept credit cards? They have to accept cash? Is that there's some yeah. law or something? Yeah, because, I mean, it's still illegal federally, and credit right. cards are a federal yeah, money system. Yeah, that's what it is. So, yeah. So, yeah. I I mean, there's there's very few banks out here that will deal with them at on mm. a, like a business banking level. Like they have accounts, but yeah, it's it's a crazy cash business, and that's why um, places were getting robbed in the beginning. Like right. every place has armored secure or has armed security and right. that kind of shit because yeah i mean like the day they opened up now granted that's when people were around the block for the recreational stuff i mean shops pulled in like a hundred thousand dollars cash so that's mm-hmm. how much cash was on them you know kind of thing but yeah so it's i mean it it's kind of crazy our tax is only 20 percent but that is still quite a bit when you think about it. You know, you go in and buy something that's 50 bucks and you're paying 10% or $10 in tax on that. Yeah, maybe it's California that has the crazy tax that I know somebody has like a really high tax on the recreational. Yeah. And the cool thing about uh, a lot of shops now are pricing things out the door. So the price might be like, 2371 but it's 26 bucks out the door you know kind of thing so mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into some con news. Uh, first up, SideFest is back. This is uh, the Northwest's largest unofficial Transformer convention. It'll be uh, August 1st in Kent Commons Community Center in Kent, Washington. Um, again, because I'm not good with uh, geography, I have no idea where Kent Washington is, but that is in the northwest. I think it's near Clark, uh, Clarkville. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been I've been to Clarkville a bunch of times. <laughs> uh, Wonderfest. Uh, first up, we get to see the combined version as well as the last two bots we needed for the uh, studio series Devastator. And yeah, not 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 looking the greatest. You know, it's still, I'm still fine with my investment in it. It's still not the the seven hundred dollar third party one, but there's a there's there's a lot of people that are that are really hunting these. Like, uh, I guess they're selling out. You know? Oh, are they? Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I, it's hard, I like Mixmaster, and yeah. Yeah, I don't see a ton here. I ordered a lot of my recent. Mwah. Hi, did you sell tons of cookies? Yeah. 18. 18. Well, um, yeah. 18. Wow, Aww. they're trying to record, so come on. <laughs> I bye love guys. you guys. Hi. <laughs> they say hi. Oh, hi. 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 <laughs> they both say hi. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it. Okay. Love you. Love you. Just, yeah. just, to, just to rewind a little bit, um, you know, that side fest at Kent, Washington, uh, mm-hmm. I said it was near Clarksville. Did anybody get that? No. Okay. Clark, Clark Kent is Superman. Okay. That's good. Okay. <laughs> oh, I get it. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So back to Devastator, I guess it's hard to, I guess people are, like I said, people are really, um, you know, focused on getting all these figures and it's kind of, they're kind of hard to. I guess they're hard to get. I haven't been following it. I mean, I I just don't follow the movie stuff, but yeah. And what I did was uh, when they did the the twenty percent off on uh, Hasbro Pulse, while I still was a premium member, so I got free shipping. The twenty percent would apply to pre-orders too, so I pre-ordered all the upcoming ones. So I'm completely caught up, except for these last two that haven't even come out yet. Now, how many have I opened? Zero. Oh, no, I did open the maroon, uh, not front loader, bulldozer, but that's about it. So I need to get cracking and crack these suckers open. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't look horrible. Um, but, uh, you know, and again, you gotta, you gotta take everything with a little bit of grain of salt when it's transformed, you know, at these shows, as we're going to find out here in a second, we're hoping that there's another mistransformation in the stuff they showed off. Uh, next up, uh, Atmos MP10. So Atmos is, I think he's a famous like shoe designer, right? Or, oh, I yeah, let's I don't see. Know. I mean, I'm guessing it's it's a it comes with a sneaker or something. Yeah, by Japanese designer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I think it's ugly as sin, but hey, this probably isn't for me. Maybe it's what's I mean, what's interested is, you know, Dolby has a proprietary technology called Atmos, so I'm I'm surprised that unless this is the guy's name, you know, if it's his name then I guess it's okay, but they have a copyrighted uh proprietary technology called Dolby Atmos. I'm guessing that because there's, you know, Dolby is in front of it, maybe that's why they can do that. I don't know, but yeah yeah and if that's how they uh if that's how they copyrighted it because i mean i'm pretty sure this guy's been around for a while but okay gotcha okay i mean the tires uh the tires are really jarring on it you know but i guess that's yeah. kind of cool because it kind of matches the sneaker how the sneaker has the, like the the hot pink or whatever infrared yeah. around the so that's kind of cool but um i don't know i mean it kind of reminds me of the the Bape, well, I mean, it's, it's different than the Bape, you know, the green mm-hmm. Bape one. I mean, it's yeah. definitely different, but it's like, okay, you just, like, it looks like you took parts off of the Bape, and then you put it together <laughs> with another one. Like, it's yeah. very it's very jarring in the alt mode, and, like, you would think that they would make it camouflage. But yeah. Was the Bape, was the Bape camouflage? I just can't yeah. remember. Yeah, the Bape was camouflaged. Yeah, so... Well, in the way they're alternating the colors, you know... Isn't that weird? It's like... The are opposite colors, and then the chest is... Yeah. Yeah. If it was closer to the shoe, it would make a little bit more sense to me. Exactly, exactly, yeah. I mean, mean, the only thing that I understand is the the pinkish-red tires, you know? That makes sense to me, because the lower part of the shoe has that color, but... I just don't understand the rest of it since, you know, it's to me, it just looks like a camouflage pattern on the sneaker. And then, you know, the bot is like all over the place. It's there's no pattern. Exactly. It's hideous. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. It's hideous. Uh, And how much is this thing supposed to be? Oh, Jesus. Does it it come with the sneakers or something or? That's, I think you have to buy it with the sneakers, right? I don't know. I don't know if that's the case or not. It just says that they were doing it. Uh, I don't even think it gave a price. Yeah, this well, stuff. This stuff sells out. Honestly, Rock, this is crazy. This is like the crazy collectors that need yeah, to have that's what everything. I can this I stuff mean, the sells sneakers out. Look cool, but I think that the, the Optimus looks like dog shit. Those yeah. colors are horrible. Yeah, it's like throw up colored fucking. Transformer. I mean that that Bape MP10 was like, wasn't it like 250 just for the MP10 or something? I don't know. I, I yeah, it was... I, I think it was at least that. It came with the trailer though. This one doesn't look like it's going to come with the trailer. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And then uh, and then those, I mean those jumped up, those jumped up in value a lot. Those the Bapes. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. Um, something for the rest of us, uh, MP 50 and 51 looks like, uh, so 50 is going to be Tigatron. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. And RC is going to be 51. Mm-hmm. So, and here's hoping she's mistransformed. What's crazy is even in the promotional, uh, photo, she's mistransformed with her, her boobs hanging low. So if you look at it's it's the neckline that's the problem. Yeah. So if you look at that neckline, um, yeah, it it is definitely lower, but I don't think it's mistransformed because look at the pink actually lines up with the so the front part of the pink lines up with the back part of the pink, and so does the white. 
Yeah. It's all lined up. And if you yeah, move, if you move that sure. up, I mean, I guess you could, I guess it would match the other pink, but it is very jarring to have that, that white piece, like in the, like the collarbone area, like so yeah. much of that collarbone is exposed. And I mean, I think if, if this is the final, if that's not mistransformed, I think it's almost a non-starter right i mean fans toys fans toys will look better better than that i liked uh lotus posted a comparison of all of the bot modes out or announced currently at least and uh yeah i mean i i I don't know i think i think the photo i don't know because yeah because there there was a couple of pics that were you know of the physical figure um the face, I don't know, because I don't know if the side things can be pushed in a little bit, the Princess Leia side things, ears. Yeah. Because the fun. face is a little bit elongated a little bit, but there's there's a G1 RC from the cartoon, and then there's the movie RC, and the face structure is a little bit different if you look at those pictures I posted. Yeah, and um, that, that really, that did show off. That so, show off the difference. So I'm not too sure what they're going for here, but like I said, if you move that chest plate up, then the white would would be it would not be in alignment with the pink. See? Yeah. The, the white but on the I bottom. Yeah, I don't know if that'll be you know that big of a deal. I'm just like, I just couldn't imagine that they have them that low. Like it, it just makes no sense to me. But. What RC needs basically is he needs a better brazier, a better, well-fitting <laughs> one, because the girls are hanging down by the waist when they're really they're really dangling low. I mean, she's made so of metal. It's 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 metal. It, it's very heavy, you know. So. so they're down like where grandma has them. They need to be more up where like mom would have them. Well, I mean, in all fairness, you know, she's a she's a, what forty years old now. <laughs> Maybe she's pushed out a couple kids. Like they'll do it too. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, I I am all that it is just mistransformed. But well I mean we'll everything else they replicated. If you look at yeah. the knee pads, they've got the correct knee pads, they've got the correct ankle silver, you know, the gray pieces. The car looks really good. Um her most likely her head, she's gonna have the the visor where you know it it'll like a drop down visor because she yeah. had that in the one in, I think it was in the movie where she touches her the side of her ear and the visor comes down. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, yep. It's just so weird. Like they 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 just come out of out of out of left field. They they. <laughs> They're doing whatever, you know. There, yeah. There's no rhyme to. There's there's nothing like if like if I was st- like I would go nuts at this point if I was still collecting IP because <laughs> it just it would just bother me. It's just it's just it's crazy. Like no, I'm with you. Like I say, my my main thing is is movie. So I'm like more power to them if they're if they're gonna do movie. So. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, 
PowerCon exclusives were teased via PowerCon themselves, as well as an explanation of what it'll be. So it looks like there'll be an Origins 5-pack, a single-packed Origins figure, and then a Hot Wheels item. So looks like they're going to probably be taking advantage of, of those Hot Wheels that they have molds of now. Um, and we can take a look here. So the five pack looks to be He-Man, Skeletor, She-Ra, Merman, probably Beastman, and I assume the other one is Man-at-Arms. Now again, well, that's six. Oh, I see. The She-Ra is going to be the single figure. Um, and then the other five are for the five pack. Yeah, man at arms there. So I don't know what they're going to do different here. Um, I know the big draw, the big draw for the Comic-Con set was the vintage toy head for He-Man, which kind of pissed off that I missed out on, but Hey, um, hopefully going to see that at different times. So I don't know if these will have, you know, vintage toy heads, and that's what'll make them different. Or actually, Ed Arendt and the group shared this story. Basically, what it is was there was a slide from like the early pre-production uh, toy catalog pictures. The heads are slightly different, and like Merman had like uh, he didn't have regular hands; he had kind of like claw hands. So there uh-huh. was some. The heads are a little bit different. Uh, it, it looks pretty. If they're gonna do that stylization, it's gonna be really wild. Yeah, yeah. I I'm excited to see these. And again, of course, these are ridiculous. So like, I, I mean, it was one thing when we were getting forty five dollar. So the classics started off at twenty, moved up to twenty five, and I think finally hit twenty eight before Super Seven took them over. Super 7 started at 35 and then bumped them up to 45. So by the time they were 45, the PowerCon exclusives were 70. So these are going to be $15 figures, but the exclusive versions are going to be 40 bucks a piece. And that doesn't even include all of PowerCon's like you have to buy a merchandise pricing thing and you know then you have to pay for shipping and all this kind of shit so i mean these things are easily going to end up being about 50 bucks a piece for 15 dollar figures so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to wow in my opinion uh, can you get these by not attending like do they sell it afterwards or is this something you have to be there to get no, that's what I was talking about. So they do non-attendee, but they make you buy a merchandise purchasing pass. And so that's it. In the past, that's been anywhere from 20 to 40 bucks. And then you have to pay shipping. And uh, I don't even know if they're going to offer it. I know they were talking about just having, I think Big Bad Toy Store was the one that did it last year. Because they were just like, it's too much hassle to try to... Uh, ship all the exclusives from the con because i know when i went they just had this like ballroom outside of the outside of the other ballrooms where there were panels and there were just boxes floor to ceiling and they had 
you know, five to six people in there at all times, boxing up exclusives, trying to get them sent out because they obviously wow. had them all delivered to the show. So I don't know. I don't know if BBTS will do all the distribution for non-attendee. Maybe everything will go through BBTS, you know, and you won't have this have to buy a merchandise purchasing pass or whatever they call it. You know, they'll be better yeah. than eBay prices afterwards. So, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And I mean, the PowerCon exclusives haven't ever gotten too crazy. Like the zombie slash slimed He-Man, that one sold out and now goes for a pretty hefty price on the aftermarket. But you can get the three packs, I think, still on BBTS. Um, I know when they did the three packs um, the previous year, you can still get both of those three packs on BBTS. So... It'll be curious. I, I bet you anything, if people are, if this line takes off, like I'm pretty sure it's going to, you know, I think that'll drive demand as well. Um, BotCon Returns is an unofficial convention and will host its first new convention in summer of 2021. Um, so uh, this is not from fun publications. This is actually from the people that originated BotCon, um, which is kind of crazy. I don't know how, I don't know if they bought back the name or, or what. Uh, the one thing I've seen on, on their socials is uh, um, they originally did the G2 breakdown like an official version of it and it's ridiculous it goes for like five hundred dollars nowadays carded um but they asked what would you have rather the g2 stunicons or the g2 protectabots and if you did what what would be your favorite character so i don't know if that's what they're going to try to go back to is like an, a g1 reissue uh, or, you know, a G2 reissue in the G1 molds. But, and I, oh, wow, I didn't realize there's this whole diatribe on here. So if you want to know more, the point is, is it's coming back. It'll be a couple years down the road, and there's a big, long, freaking thing on there's it. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of controversy over it, you know, with uh, with Pete and, and all those people you know oh has there been it wasn't like a it wasn't a thing where they bought it and don't disparage us or anything no i guess um i guess pete owns a company or something like that he owns a advertising company or something and so he's doing the he's actually doing the advertisement and stuff for this and i don't oh, know wow. I, there, there there's a there's a lot i guess there's some some people that don't like what Pete has said in the past or something. I don't know. Hey, whatever. I, it, uh, I guess there is, uh, there's some love and hate, uh, for this whole thing. And, um, you know, since it's not official, people really aren't, uh, you know, they, they aren't, uh, they're not super drawn to it. You know, it's just, a, it's just like Pete's robot convention, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it's using the botcon name, but it's, you know, it's not official. So, 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, and part of part of the BotCon thing was not just the convention and the box set. Part of it was that you were part of the club right, and that gave right. you access to their other exclusive, you know, so it was a lot more than just a one-off convention each year with a $500 box set, you know, kind of thing. So did we uh did we have the uh did we were we going to talk about that uh that new magazine that they're trying to put out cuz that that brings up the uh thing about the club where you know Fun Pub, you know, they actually put out a magazine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it was a thing it had it had like four pages of comics and then like maybe 10 pages of like an article reviewing the last botcon or I mean it it was it was cool i collected all of them i'm missing a couple issues that i'll try to complete but definitely not a magazine like you think of like a people or a time or something like that size but yeah i mean they put out like a 15 page publication yeah so there's um i don't know did you did you read about that the no i haven't even okay yeah there's a there's a new there's basically a new uh magazine that's going to be kickstarted it's called uh, uh toy robot magazine it's on kickstarter uh, t formers had an article about it um but uh yeah so basically you know they're gonna they're gonna have articles and full color pages and all that so there's a kickstarter for it so i didn't know if that was something that you want to talk about but that you know they there was actually a bunch of interviews um uh, uh, let's see, what was it? Um, one of the podcasts, uh, I can't think of what I was listening to. I don't know, maybe no, it wasn't RFC. I don't know, but I was listening to something this weekend, and they had the uh, they had the author of the magazine on the show. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, maybe. I, I, actually, I think it was. Yeah, it was TF. It was TFYLP. That's who it was. Oh, and they had God. they had the author actually on the show, um, and he was talking about the magazine and and everything. So it was pretty pretty good conversation. Huh. Yeah, and I'm kind of, God, as much as I love, I mean, I still subscribe to the newspaper, for God's sakes. I just think print is dead. I don't think you're, I mean, if you could get it cheap, but the problem is, is people it's, don't even want to pay the shipping to themselves anymore. You know, yeah, Amazon's like, I mean, everything should be free shipping. You so know? right now, okay, so it's a, it's on Kickstarter. It's called Toy so, Robot Magazine. I can't find and it. It's not. It's called Toy Robot Magazine. You just it, Toy Robot, no spaces. Oh, maybe. Uh, oh, there it is. Okay. And so they they they're looking for one hundred twenty five thousand, and they're only at four thousand two hundred fifty seven dollars. They have twenty four days to go. They only have sixty eight backers. So I don't know if that's. I mean, it's probably gonna increase towards the end. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. You know, I I hope they they pull it off um the author sound like he was you know really into creating really good articles like actual like you know reference articles and you know articles based upon his his collecting history i guess and stuff like that um so i don't know uh it, it's uh it's interesting but he says it you know it costs a lot of money to to do something like this so that's sure why his you know, that's why he's asking 125 grand. You know, but wh- why in this day and age would somebody want to come out with a print magazine when every bookstore is out of business but Barnes and Nobles? <laughs> you want to just make yeah. a website and do the same thing, like a blog? 
Well, you know, he 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 really values the idea of, you know, uh, taking a magazine to read at the airport or when you're on a car trip. Right. You know, take, take it back to the old days of having a magazine and, you know, and uh, and reading through, you know, with full color. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's it's the nostalgia, I guess, of just having paper, you know, something in your hand, I guess. I don't know. I mean. Oh, no, no, I get it. It's just that by the time you get an issue, whatever's going to be in there is going to be so out of date. Yeah, I think about like, let's think about podcast. I mean, just think about it. We're talking about news that's within the last two weeks. By the time people listen to it, it's like, oh, man, that was three weeks ago. Yeah, he's doing it bi-monthly, so it's only six issues a year. Um, So, I mean, you know, he's, he's asking... Six uh, or no, twelve issues a year. So, oh, what do you, what do you say? In here? No, it's 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 six. The subscription, six. yeah, the subscription is six issues, and it'll it's not too bad. It's sixty eight bucks with shipping if you yeah. wanted to do the yeah. I mean, six issues. yeah, I know, but he's you know like one hundred twenty five is just the first one. Then the second goal is two hundred grand, and then two fifty, and then three hundred thousand. Oh wow! And he's basically for three hundred thousand. He's saying an eighth issue will go into production. So it's yeah. basically each of those goals is just adding an additional issue. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it'd be cool to have something like that, you know. But like you said, you know, it's going to be really hard to even think about getting something like this at brick and mortar. Like, I don't even know if like seven 11. Yeah. I think so. Like seven 11 still has like little magazines up front. Um, even Barnes and Nobles, their magazine section is so small. Like I remember back in the day, me and my wife were dating. We would go to borders. We'd both get a cup of coffee. She'd get a bunch of like bridal magazines and I would get, uh, all the toy ones. There was, what was it? Tomarts and, uh, least toy, toy fair. review. Yeah, Toy Fair. And you could thumb through that. I mean, nowadays with the internet, we get this stuff so rapidly uh, in our face all the day, all the time that something in paper is just going to be so old by the time we get it. Yeah, but I mean, in, in all fairness, the internet just provides you, you know, little crappy, you know, it's it's normally not a cultivated I mean, unless it's a unless it's a site that is actually producing an article, you know, like like T formers when they do a write up on something, they try to write up like a full article. Um, a lot of sites don't do that, you know. It's just like yeah, oh, they you know, they drop a news story. It, it and... just drops a news story, and you know, it might be in a different language or whatever, you know. So I I don't know. I mean, I don't know exactly what they're doing here. If it's I don't think it's going to be news based because, like you said, it would be outdated. I think it's more going to be like perspective based, maybe, and um, you know, toys that he owns. Um, yeah, I, you know. I mean, so if you look at some of the screenshots. There's an interview with the the old editor of Toy Fair. There mm-hmm. looks like there's a story about uh, meteoroids from the or is that what they were called? The little uh, yep uh, transformers from Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. There's one about the end of the line, which talks about the Pretenders. You know, right. so so I mean, it definitely won't be news because I mean that's where that's where fun pub suffered too is they would be like here's the next line of gi joes and they were already in the stores yeah yeah. you know kind of thing so interesting 
Yeah. I might I might throw 68 bucks at it just to support them. And, you know, there's no way they're going to hit their fucking. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> you get an onslaught at the beginning and an onslaught yep. at the end. And their onslaught was less, less than Jesus, less than oh. 4% of their total. Right. Because they're they already mean. they're already like, you know, almost a week in. Yeah. You know, and they only got 4,000 with a weekend. So yeah, they're, they're way low, but who knows, you know, the, the the word has to get out. So maybe, maybe our show will, will help. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, there you go. Tell them you heard it on open your toys. Maybe they'll give us a a free ad. (laughs) All right. Um, I think that is it for con news slash print news. Uh, toy news up next white cases canceled or white case canceled. So, uh, everybody remembers the big debacle about the first edition. I thought it was ridiculous. I didn't even, I saw a couple of them on that force Friday, triple force Friday and didn't even care about them. I thought, Oh, these things are going to hang around. No one's going to care about these. And then they shot through the roof. Um, and then to add to add to the story, Entertainment Earth started taking uh, pre-orders for an entire case of them. So basically anybody that wanted to have the whole first series or first editions could have them. Well, now they are sending out cancellations to everybody. So really interesting how they're kind of fucking with the secondary market, which... You know, don't get me wrong. I could give a shit about people buying these and trying to resell them. But so you you thought you were going to make a mint and then you hear that they're coming out with them. So then you probably try to dump them right before the rest hit the market. So you probably dump them at lower. And now they're just going to skyrocket back through the roof because they're not going to make any more of them. So kind of an interesting take on something that I mean, who gives a shit, at least the carbonized, the figures were different. I mean, these were literally just different boxes, but you know, how is collectors rule? So I wonder how, how current this news is. Like, I wonder, you know, in relation to the, uh, coronavirus, I wonder if this, I wonder if the cancellation was, you know what, our manufacturing is pretty much halted right now, so let's just let's just start getting rid of some stuff, you know? Uh, you think? That, that could be true. Yeah, I could see. You mean they're not making that toys is. because of this virus? I can yeah. tell you I can tell you that I tried to order something from Ali, AliExpress and they they took my money like over two weeks ago, <laughs> oh, uh, but the they're, they're like I don't know if you ever order anything from AliExpress, but there's like a little countdown. So basically, you automatically get refunded. I think within 16 days, something oh, okay. like that. And so if the seller doesn't, if they can't ship it within 16 days, it automa- the system automatically refunds you the money. Um, so in in this case. Uh, the and you you can request like if you really want the item you can request an extension um but in this case they they basically it, it got down to it was like seven days like it said you know that the timer was down to seven days and then as of yesterday they just extended it 20 more days so that tells me what? that 
that tells me that they just they can't ship. They just have no way to ship something to to out outbound. You know? Well, you know what's well, you know what's good about this coronavirus. This gives every single toy Kickstarter another excuse now on why they haven't delivered their products. <laughs> well, first it was Chinese New Year, then it was the factory, then it was the coronavirus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, in, in all fairness, you know, the people are dying, you know, in all fairness, and they're, you know, they they're they're all out of masks, you know. I mean, it, you know, it's it does it's got to suck. I mean, we're we're over here sitting pretty, you know, even though there's been a couple cases reported here, um, but uh, you know, it, it you know, it's got to suck because they're just. I mean, can you imagine just like having like a quarantine and you know you well, can't yeah. go anywhere? I mean, it, it drive drive you nuts, you know, especially in the small spaces that those people live in, you know? This is how the walking dead started. I mean, hey, you know what? Um I mean I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for a challenge. You want to I'll, go upside down, don't you? I'll I'll fight some I'll fight <laughs> some zombies. I'm ready. I, I watched uh what are those those funny movies uh with the zombies uh from from the UK? <sighs> freaking hilarious uh, uh Shaun of the dead yeah Shaun of the dead yeah i'm ready i'm ready for that <laughs> so wow i almost just broke a 80 dollar action figure that sucks anyways <laughs> yeah i don't i mean between the the new years who knows we'll see how things shake out but oh, yeah. it, it just says it just says that they're not going to be producing any more of this item so whether that's because they need to get the factories rolling on something else or the factories are closed or what who knows um we get our first look at Earthrise uh, Skylinks and Scorponok here. Oh, what did I just click on that took me away from the picture? Yeah, I mean, they there. both look good. Um, Scorponok is, I mean, it's just cool just that we be getting a Scorponok. You know, I mean, we already mm -hmm. we already got Skylinks. And actually, that figure is actually doing real well on eBay. If you have oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that Skylinks. Because it was very limited. Um, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, uh, I found, I found mine at Ross. At Ross. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's what I'm saying. It was hardly ever on the real shelves. And then all of a sudden people started finding it at Ross and TJ Maxx and mm -hmm. all the discount stores. Well, I still got one. So maybe I need you know, to it's doing good. Out. Yeah. You should list it. It's doing good. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, uh, this Scorponok looks cool. Yeah. I mean, it looks good and especially what size. What size is, is that? Titan. Oh, it's Titan. So yeah. yeah, so it'll be. I would assume it's going to be up there with uh, Metroplex and Omega Supreme and all of that. So um, nothing really exciting beyond that, but confirmation looks good. Um, and I assume that Skylinks was leader, right? Oh, Commander class. So that's going to be more akin to the Jetfire. So he'll be a big boy. Um, and then we got an Earthrise commercial, which I have not watched. Do you guys have the ability to watch this? No, but why? Why does why does he have a trailer? Did they did they make a trailer for him? 
Yeah, that's he's going to be a leader figure that comes oh. with a trailer. Oh, yeah, cool. which sucks because I was like, oh, I don't need this, and then I'm like, oh, god damn it, yes I do. Yeah. So yeah, I'm short, able to watch it, the commercial. <laughs> You're able to watch it. You're not yeah. able to there, Lotus. I mean, I could click the red button, just... but I don't really care to. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and watch. The, Rock and I will go ahead and watch this. Okay, if I'll talk to you. It's only 20 seconds. You guys watch if it. I'll go I'll talk mind, to the audience. Uh, oh, it's 20 seconds. Well, I was gonna say splice this into the. Oh no, no, we're not gonna splice nothing. I'm gonna talk to the audience and tell them some good secret stuff. <laughs> while you guys, well, I was gonna give a, a PSA. Uh, attention, all people. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> All right. All right. That so was, was that was that good? I mean, did you, did you <laughs> no, feel good about it? No, I don't. But it's see still now, cool so that they're making commercials. So here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing, guys. You guys just watched that video. So what's going to happen is within seven days, Optimus Prime's going to call you, and um, from there, it's over. <laughs> Some, uh, some, uh, what was it? Ring action? Yes, the ring. Yes, the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Rocked in. I, I believe me, I would much rather have Optimus Prime call me than all the calls for my car warranty being expired or my <laughs> student loans or the more than 10000 credit, uh, $10,000 in credit card debt. And just, <laughs> I, I'm so tired of it. Those are the only phone calls I get. So Optimus Prime, please call me. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, next up, <laughs> uh, Origins lineup. So uh, Mattel did this. Uh, oh, God damn it. Wrong link. Awesome. Now let me search for this real quick. It says, and there's, uh, there's nothing to see. Oh, okay. So I can just tell you guys. Um, because this link here says GameStop TBS exclusives. That's not what yeah. you're talking about. That's something no, different. No, okay. no. This is possible lineup for upcoming. There we go. Okay. So, uh, looks like Wave 1 will be He-Man, Man-at-Arms, Skeletor. Oh, the, the backstory on this is there was uh, the Spilingwinnethmanessa International Toy Fair in Nuremberg, Germany. Uh, and this was a no pictures or anything, but these are link leaking. Uh, we've got wave one, He-Man, Man-at-Arms, Skeletor, and Beast-Man. Wave two, Evil Tila, and Orko. Wave three, Scareglow, Manny-Faces, <gasps> Merman. Wave four, Trapjaw, Stratos, Triclops, and Stinkor. Word Stinkor, uh, Wave Five Webstore, Fisto, Mossman, Roboto, Word Roboto, uh, Wave Six Jitsu, Battle Armor, He Man, Buzz Off, and Clawful, a mail away for Faker. Vehicles include Battle Cat, Sky Sled with Prince Adam, Panthor with Fur, Wind Raider, Battle Ram, and Zodak on silver floating chair platform, which is kind of cool. 
um, exclusives, a two pack of beast man and merman, like the he man two pack. They'll have the vintage toy head and new toy head four hands and more weapons, yellow trident and wooden ax plus weapons. Merman head looks like old mini comic. Tila and Man-at-Arms 2-pack. Tila has blonde hair head and vintage head. Sword and spear and shield. Four hands on each. Man-at-Arms has vintage toy head. New toy head. Brown cape. Mace. Sword and gun. Man-at-Arms looks like more paint on him. Boxes are going to be window style like Battle Cat with art on top. Convention exclusive. Skeletor Keldor 2-pack. Has open comic like last year's set. Skeletor looks painted differently and has vintage toy head, six hands, and different sort of power. Keldor has purple cloth vest, sword, and cape with bone harness and extra hands. Castle Grayskull, under consideration, uh, will look like the classics one, but with old paint job with black on face. Less items included. So. That literally sounded like a run-on sentence. <laughs> it's because of the way I read it. I was just trying to blow through it as fast as I could here. So I'm pumped uh, for these figures. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, just going to cherry pick uh, classics, kind of like... Go ahead. No, I guess I, I just get very confused because it always sounds like there's something new when it comes to masters figures and like i don't know i just i just it's very confusing to me you know Do, doesn't it seem like there's always something different but it's it's different but it's very similar to what has already been out there isn't that transformers and star wars like that's exactly what those are too it's always it's always the same characters, just so, well, Star Wars is adding a lot of fiction, but it's always another Luke. He just looks a little different with a different articulation, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, this uh, is mean, the vintage figures on vintage card backs, but with added articulation. Okay. That's but, the new wrinkle. Okay. So the added art, okay. So the this is not, these are not the same figures that we're going to see at Target and Walmart supposedly right this is different. no they are no oh these are the ones we're gonna are. see in the store yeah yeah oh okay i gotcha so this is not a new this I, i'm trying to understand what is the oh. new news no because we the new news is all the different figures and all the different vehicles and all the exclusives that they have planned so we knew these were coming and we knew uh, like the first three waves, but this is the next three waves, all the vehicles, all the exclusives I, and all of that. I guess, I guess what I don't understand is there's, I, we haven't seen these figures at our stores. No, right. And, and we're, and they're, they're talking about three more waves when we, we haven't even seen the first wave. I, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't understand, you know, why I think they're they're expecting them to sell very well. Oh, so yeah. Okay. And it's a toy fair. They're trying to get retailers excited to carry, you know, look at, look at your Walmart. Like how much space does star Wars have anymore? What? Like two columns of pegs. Yeah. It's same like nothing. Thing same thing with transformers. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Nothing. 
Like so I said, if they want I mean, to release all this stuff, they've got to get them excited. They got to know that, hey, give us two columns like Star Wars and we'll keep that filled for the next year, two oh, years, okay. you know. Gotcha. But, okay. Well, I guess that's good because that means there's not going to be a lot of shelf warmers. There'll just be constant new waves coming. So I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah, let's hope, you know, what they always have a bad tendency of doing. You'll notice that there's only three new figures in each new wave that they talked about. So it's oh, uh, a lot of filler. Yeah. So how they killed the line before. Well, I guess not everyone. Just that second. No, second and third wave. Yeah, so the second and third wave only have three. So what they did, what they did before was they every wave had to have a He-Man in it and a Skeletor, and that's how they killed the 2000X line. Was every single wave would have a He-Man Skeletor, and they would start clogging the pegs. You know, they they talk about it with star wars where everything needs to every every time they put out a wave or a new series of figures i should say it's got to have a darth vader it's got to have a luke you know um so let's just hope that doesn't happen with this that they get clogged with he-mans and skeletors because you know kids aren't buying these because that's what they think they think they need the big hero and the big bad because that's what kids are going to want to buy, or that's what parents are going to recognize. I'm just like, kids are not buying these things, man. Hey, Jason, I was having this conversation with my friends. Now, how many people do you think are going to go and dump now the Super 7 figures on eBay? Like the like the animated one of the yeah the the five point fives yeah the filmation yeah I don't I don't think so because that because those are filmation looking these won't look like filmation these will have the most of them aren't going to have it looks like they're saving all the vintage heads to be exclusives so these are going to have like I'm not a big fan of that new He Man head on it. I'm not a fan of the new Skeletor head either for that matter, for that fact. So, I mean, I think if Filmation was your Masters of the Universe, you're going to hold on to those for dear life, you know, because these aren't going to replace those. These will just give, it's just a new design on an old character, in my opinion. Okay, yeah, because we were discussing and I was saying, like, I only want one of each character, so... I'm going to keep my commemorative. I'm going to keep my vintage. But those Super 7 ones I bought, I have no problem just dumping them if they're going to re-release that character the other way. Yeah, but I mean, it's so the Filmation ones are the Filmation ones. Yeah. So if if you only want one version, then you got to pick what's more important to you. I mean, I know I know people dump their classics when we started getting so many filmation when we got like the main cast of of filmation because to a lot of people that's their masters you know you got this super cool toy that looks exactly like the character in the cartoon kind of thing okay that's why i wanted your opinion because you yeah you know have bought a lot more masters figures than i ever have so i just want to get your get your opinion 
Yeah, I mean, I got a complete collection of classics and a complete collection of filmation. So, and I don't see me doing anything with them. But this new Origins line, I'm going to get my Stinkor, my Roboto, my Trapjaw, He-Man, and Skeletor. But, yeah, no Tila, no Man at Arms, no Moss Man, you know, all of these characters that I really don't have a, a big connection to. Um, and we got to look at Scareglow. So this is a must buy for me and looks like we, he, he's not that kind of semi-transparent that the classics was. He is solid, but he does glow in the dark, glow in the dark and he looks amazing except for his weapon doesn't glow in the dark. That's kind of weird, but anyways. Um, and then I'm sure to, uh, much to alias angel aliases chagrin and to my happiness, the Republic gunship wins the Lego ideas, ultimate collector series vote. So we can be, uh, the Nebulon B frigate did get second place with the tie bomber coming in last, but, um, so there's a new show on TV called Lego Masters. Uh-huh. And it was actually really good. So I don't know if anybody See, watched it. I didn't watch it yet. My freaking family watched it without me. Oh. Like, I was like, really? You watched it without me? And, yeah. and, and it's Nick favorite. It's like, well, she needed something to watch. So I just put that on. And she was like, you didn't miss anything. So I don't know if... No, I think you're <laughs> I think you will appreciate it. They give you 15 hours to mm. to create something and the theme for last week, which was the first episode, it was uh basically um uh like an amusement park theme. So that was the theme. And these guys, they're amazing, man. These people are amazing, you know, but yeah, I won't tell you what happens, but um, I think it's a good show and it's got the guy who played uh Lego Batman. He it's got him as the host. Oh, really? That's cool. The what's the guy's name? The Is yeah, it but, Will Arnett? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's him. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. not a judge. He just he's just like a comedic host that walks around and makes jokes and stuff. But there's actual <laughs> like real host who actually like like um the the lady that was there, she's the one who who created the friends line, that whole pink girls line. Uh, friends. Oh wow. Oh she was so she's like the creator of that. Yeah. Crazy. And she sound uh, yeah. Uh her accent sounded like she was like Swedish or something or something, I don't know, but and then the other guy is like one of the guys who's behind like a, a lot of these like roller coasters and stuff. Like he's like he's part of like the whole creator line or something like that and yeah. like so I guess each week there's going to be different judges that have different backgrounds. I think the show is great. I really do. And the 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 production value of the show is amazing so i would i definitely recommend it i'm not even a legal person i, I actually i wanted i was going to make a post on, on the group about it and ask john i'm sure john you know i'm sure he watched it but i didn't yeah. watch it yet but i got a question did they have any judge that was like the gordon ramsay like they have to have the one judge who's the mean judge no it was did just they have two, anything like that it's just the two for, so it was just two and then it's the the batman lego batman guy who's okay. just like the com he's like the comedy relief like he'll gotcha. he just like he walks around he like you know he he'll 
he like uh, he'll look at your progress and everything. Like I said, they get 15 hours, but the show is only you know the show is only a uh, whatever hour, half hour, whatever whatever a show normally is. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah. gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. watching it tonight. Definitely good. Yeah, what sucks is it took it off my queue because they watched it. So I was uh. I was even trying to think of something to watch. I had an hour to kill before the show and I if it wouldn't have been off the queue, I would have remembered to watch it. Yeah. Oh well. So it's like All right. Um let's see. Let's uh see if we can knock out third party here pretty quickly. First up, Toy Hacks update. Uh this one they they said uh they are up, releasing upgrades for Transformers in four separate decades. Um, so you get an MP45. You get a bunch of uh, Siege labels here. Um, and then the the whole reason why I put this on here, if you look at the uh, Siege smokescreen uh, upgrade kit, it's kind of cool because they uh, did missile launchers for them. And it uh, looks like a new gun, too. Hmm. Which, I mean, they're kind of cheesy, but, you know, at least at least they're there, you yeah. know. Especially if that's, like, your favorite character. Most likely why is because he had the cool twin missile launchers coming out the side of his head, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, where are the other decades here? Um, Siege Prowl. Uh... Galactic Man Shockwave. Okay, so these aren't... I guess they're just talking about the Transformers that they're for from four different decades, not the actual molds, because they're talking about the Shockwave and and Star Convoy here. But, yeah, don't have any of those, so no skin off my back uh so uh speaking of masters as we did for quite a while here the new mythic legions all-stars three pre-order is up so besides being a bunch of figures that people voted on uh they threw in a couple surprises for us or a few uh one is a new stone troll variant so pretty much like stone troll with new head uh new wristbands uh but what they did do is create hordak and she-ra homages and what i link to doesn't do it justice if you scroll down you'll see the in individual figures mm-hmm. and the she-ra is like yeah that's she-ra but the hordak i love because it's their vampire head like hordak was supposed to be which one what, what is it called uh he's uh lord dragool okay these look amazing yeah 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 that looks really nice absolutely amazing with the realistic crossbow and everything i dig that yeah um oh and the cool like skull spear so this is another thing i've been all in on is the four horsemen's uh masters of the universe homages so i'll definitely be pre-ordering those suckers um, if uh, I had to buy one toy line that wasn't like a, a a property from the 80s, this would be my thing that I would buy. These are I can't believe how good these look. 
Yeah, and and the cool thing is, is they're all resealable packaging, right? So you don't actually yeah. destroy the packaging. You can take them out, pose them, and then if you would need to sell them, you can just put them back in the packaging. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, and and what's crazy is you think that would like lower the market value, right? Because anybody could play with it as much as they wanted, have it displayed out in the sun, and then slip it back in the package. Yeah. But because they're so limited and there's such a demand for them, like these things are probably the biggest secondary market on average. Mm-hmm. You know, when yeah. they re-release these All Stars that that'll drop the secondary market value of those for a little while. And then they just go back up. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, let's see. Mac, Mac fans, toys, uh, flame commander, black Rodimus. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to, I, I am really digging. I had eBay bucks to spend and I bought me a Mac fans, toys blaster. I've just been cool. digging them lately. Um, if you're a GI Joe person and looking to get into some independent toys, uh, this dropped during the Super Bowl, and it's pretty good that it's still available. Maybe the people that collect this line aren't big GI Joe collectors, but uh, they released uh, Deluxe Deputy Midway, which is a fridge homage. Um, so he comes with the good old 72 on his chest, looking very much like the vintage mail away GI Joe guy. And you still get all the extra heads with them. So if you want fridge to have a Cobra head, you can have that and all kinds of fun stuff. So, um, again, a little pricey, you know, just for something fun, especially since it's a two and a half inch figure, but a very cool homage nonetheless. Um, and then, uh, just because I, I finally opened and had fun with my, uh, oh, they call them that I called it the legacy collection. I forget they call it the Amber collection. So this is, uh, Mattel's Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, uh, six inch line. So not the little cheap three and three quarter ones. Um, I have not seen these in stores other than GameStop. That's nope, the only I haven't place. seen them. I've seen this, the, the little ones, but not, not six inch. Yeah. And so these are the new ones. This is Velociraptor blue and then Owen from Jurassic world. The first wave was the standard Brown Velociraptor from Jurassic park. And then Ian Malcolm. Um, and I, I skipped Ian. I have a three and three quarter version of him. That was fine. But the Velociraptor was amazing. Um, it's still Mattel, so it's still not a hundred percent what I'd like it to be. There's still a couple things I have issue with, but, um, if you're interested in these, if you haven't seen them in stores or, you know, had forgotten about them, uh, might be time to take a look. If you like blue, personally, I hate blue. Um, you know, I only have a couple things of his more so because Miss McFavorite knows I like dinosaurs and that's what's easy to find are blue items, but I prefer just traditional, uh, traditional looking dinosaurs so you might still be able to find the other ones uh, either through GameStop or or maybe toy stores because i think people are just sleeping on these and that's why we haven't seen more of them but 
Um, all right. That was third party. So we'll go ahead and uh, take a break and we'll be back after these messages. Peace. 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 Is Snake Mountain ready to take on E-Man? Anytime. Snake Mountain battle on with E-Man and Skeletor each sold separately. You put the mountain together. Batteries not included. Is your serpents ready to strike? Yes. Come, E-Man. Come to Snake Mountain. If you dare. Snake Mountain with Echo Microphone. New from the Masters of the Universe collection. Action figures each sold separately from Mattel. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into store reports. First, the big find and what we were... Uh, just talking about well i guess not just but a little while ago uh earth wise i keep wanting to say earth wise earth rise have been found uh deluxe leaders and voyagers all across the country are being found mostly at targets it seems like uh even a, a very active member now a friend in real life uh shane on the group had found a a um not grapple hoist uh no not hoist no he, grapple. He, yeah yeah, it was grapple, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh found here in uh denver uh how about you guys have you seen any no uh, i i i, I haven't assume i would have seen pictures if lotus had seen them. yeah and that's why i was questioning uh, now i can see in the picture that prime does have have his trailer mm. um but, um, I, I did see the truck, the crane. Is that Grapple? The orange crane? Yes. Yeah. I saw him today. Well, no, I saw him at Target yesterday. I actually did go to a Walmart today Ooh. to look for toys. Mm. Wow. Let me tell you, it was very weird. The toy pegs, they were absolutely obliterated. This is a really busy store. It's like right in the middle of Long Island on a road that stretches from like one uh, coast to the other. And it was wiped out. But what they did have, the Java's Palace, they had 10 of them. Yeah. Wow. Mine has were a they, lot of them, too. Were they clearancing them? They were forty nine ninety seven. Oh, yeah. So not it's still full nah, price. Full price. But they had nothing. I went there to look for Astro Train. But, I mean, the Transformers were wiped out. Everything was wiped out at the store. It's one of the busier ones here, so. And Astro Train is Earthrise, right? That's not. No, he's talking about the G1 reissue. Yeah, the G1. Oh, yeah. the reissue. Okay. Okay. I know yeah, those I... were hitting, so I was looking for that. Yeah, I haven't seen those. I haven't seen any Earth Earthrise, and and it's just been the same like five or six. But I've been hitting them pretty regularly since after Christmas. But yeah. So. Uh... It looks like they they upgraded. Uh, so MP50 that Tigertron, they're saying that uh, price revealed at two hundred and twenty dollars. Jesus Christ! Yeah. And I and I saw the scale shot. He falls in between Cheetor and Dinobot. So we all know Dinobot was pretty damn big, but God damn 20, man 24,000 yen now obviously you know amazon will have probably 30 percent off or whatever but well yeah and and it was one of those things where it's same thing with these hounds man uh the uh the guy i sold one a p 
Peter hooked me up with them. I sold one too. He was talking about like, oh, are you going to get this figure or that figure? And I'm like, no, I just did it for this because I really wanted Hound and just 170 was too much. Like I say, me just buying one case and even cost to shipping to me makes them 115 a piece. Yeah. So that's how much BBTS is marking those up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's insane. So yeah, I'm I'm glad I had. Like I say, I'd like an optimal Optimus Primal. And and if we do get a Rhinox, I'd like that. And then the Megatron, but that's about it. Those were my my three dudes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And just as a reminder here, more than anything, oh, did I put Sky List and Sesky List? Uh, Jedi or this Blackface uh, maintains a master UPC DPCI and SKU list for all of the uh, Star Wars lines. So even like Lego and Funko and Mattel um, that you can reference if you're hunting Star Wars items. I just wanted a more public service announcement. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm excited about that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can put that to use. <laughs> Make sure you're getting all getting all your pictures. I I would love to see Lotus like driving store to store. Like I just need one more picture. I'm missing this one guy. <laughs> um, online, uh, the uh, vintage collection Imperial Troop Transport was revealed, then put up for pre-order. Um, this is one of my favorite vehicles of all time, just cause it's one of the only, like, even, it wasn't even a large vehicle. It was a larger vehicle, but it was the one I had when I was a kid, because I'm sure it was the only one left on the pegs when my mom bought me a vehicle. Um, but I absolutely love this thing and it just looks amazing in my opinion. Um, the cannons being, uh, at head level, like it looks like the cannon rotates 360, but if you actually have troops in the doors, then it's, uh, going to shoot them in the head. So how does it, how does it work? The, basically those, okay. So the troops actually sit inside those little pods. They don't. So they can, they can stand in them and then, uh, if you look, if you keep scrolling through the pictures, what this is added. So, so the vintage one, just literally the, the figures would stand in those and there was no other features. If you scroll to the end of the photos here, um, you can see the back of it okay, and I it see looks it. like there's, it's there's open. Yep. Yeah. There's jump seats. Yep. Yeah. So it looks like you can stand some in there, sit some in there or both. You know, so that would be kind of cool. Funny. It is funny that the uh, that the, the the Gatling gun or whatever on the top is literally at their head level, just like you said. <laughs> it would literally take out everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm guessing <laughs> Lotus didn't do his homework and finish the Mandalorian then. No, I, I didn't. Oh, Lotus. No. Yeah, that's that's what they did. They put this in that show. Did but you know what you forgot? The vintage one, the real thing about that one is it talked. You had yeah. the different buttons for the no, sound effects, and that. that's the real 
that's the nostalgia right there. Yeah, and that's uh, that's why uh, I've seen a couple complete, but but they can't confirm whether it works or not. They're like, oh, I, I wouldn't feel right telling you it works. Um, and so I don't have a vintage one of these because one, they're hard to find complete. Um, there's always like the Canon, the Canon, uh, lid is missing or some shit, but the sound effects, the like four different sound effects it had is always messed up on up too. I tell you one thing, I, I hate to say it, but the typical star Wars fans, I saw it all over the place. It looks great. There's no way I'm paying seventy dollars for this thing. <laughs> it was just like I'm waiting for it goes to Ross. I'm waiting for it to go to. I'm like, oh god, I'm waiting for it to go clearance on Amazon in 2021. Yeah, you know, it was all the typical same shit, man. I was like, oh boy, that's why Hasbro well, doesn't make any vehicles for you cheap fucks. Because none of these want to buy it. And I'm one of those people. I'm not going to pre-order it. <laughs> Maybe if I get a job. Maybe if I get a job, they'll be like, or and not even pre-order. People have it in stock. Already. Yeah, but in all honesty, it looks nice. I completely agree. It's yeah. not a $70 vehicle. Yeah. Well, I thought the same thing about the the tank. Yeah. You know, I waited until the tank, it was originally 80 and I waited till it hit and I loved that tank. I was like, I'm all about like ground stuff, ground transport, ground tanks. And, uh, and I thought that tank was amazing in rogue one. And, and I still waited till it was 30 bucks off, you know? I, I mean, I guarantee it. We're at episode 181. Episode 200, we'll be talking about how this thing is on clearance somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's just, it's guaranteed, and those people that play the long game are going to be the ones that save on it. I mean, it, it's really a thing, like, if you don't put these things in, well, and even the tank made it to stores eventually, but if you don't put these things in stores, and people are, I mean, God, that tank went down to 10 bucks at five below, you know, like ten dollars for that eighty dollar vehicle and so it's it's one of those things i i think people just see it kind of like me which now of course i've screwed myself i said to fuck paying full price for all these titan class transformers i'm gonna wait until until predaking hits the dollar stores and rosses and i'm gonna wait on omega supreme and now neither one of them have shown up anywhere you know i think omega supreme hit like a hundred bucks in a flash sale on amazon over the holidays but and now he's sold out on amazon which is kind of interesting so but Predaking's still on Amazon holding right up there at 160 bucks, And I really want those. Those are two of my favorite characters. And I'm just not willing to pay that full price anymore. Almost, keep... To the point, if I miss out, I miss out. You know? So. Sorry, what were you going to say, Rock? Oh, no, no. I was just, I was agreeing with you. I mean, sometimes you have to play the long game. And other times you just have to. You just have to wait, and then, you know, you miss out, you miss out. It's part of the, the collecting game that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this I, – I am trying to get over my FOMO, my fear of missing out on yeah, stuff. Yeah, you need to get – you need yeah. to re, you gotta remove that from your life because that's <laughs> yeah. just going to – it's going to hurt you, man. It's going to yeah. hurt you. 
No, it you does. know, I mean, uh, when 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 I saw that Back to the Future three pack, I, my emotions <laughs> went crazy. I'm gonna be honest with you. I literally was like so happy to see something new. So that was in the back of my mind, and then, you know, I. I was happy that it was, you know, the all three vehicles. I mean, I thought yeah. that was such a cool three pack. And then I scanned it; it came up six bucks. I'm like, eh, it's cool, you know. I mean, six bucks, but, you know, then I started looking at. It, I'm like, okay, the card is kind of dented. It's got scratches <laughs> on the back of the card, and I started looking at the paint on the uh, paint apps on the cars yeah. themselves, and they were all like chipped and globby. And I'm like, ah, this is just. And then I just, you know. I just kind of talk myself out of it, and that's what I do, you know. And then I, I, I still take a picture, and I, you know, I've got the memory, and that's it, you know. I don't, I don't need the physical object. I need to do that with food. I need to take a picture of a cheeseburger <laughs> and look at it and go, ah, you know, there's some grease dripping over here. There's some the pickles I don't think, crooked. I don't think food works that way. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did though. I'll take a picture of like, ah, I've had a cheeseburger before. <laughs> I, I think it's hard for anybody to turn down a cheeseburger <laughs> i just don't like and and i and i know we've talked about your desk situation before and now i can't remember but i mean they're just so tiny they would just be perfect like open them up and line them up on your desk just like right next oh, to your mouse and you can look and I, get that feel every day i am yeah you, you just still don't know me I, I am just such a neat freak i'm a neat freak i'm a clutter free person i cannot have stuff on my desk i mean That's it is just weird. it has to my desk looks like something out of a magazine it's there's specific objects that belong there like a a, a specific specific charger to cradle my phone and you know the the monitor the keyboard the mouse it's just all arranged and that's it no need for anything else clean clean i love it big props to you i i have the exact opposite i'm like I know. just give me enough uh, enough space to put my arm down on my desk. That's all <laughs> no I need. <laughs> well, you know, it was really funny. It was after the conversation we had last recording about working, you know, crying during Star Wars and doing what I do. And then I finally got a desk. I got my own office, a desk, a computer. First thing I did was I brought a figure in to decorate the desk. And my boss was like, decorate the desk already? I go, sure the hell am. Oh, yeah. I, I, I forgot to take the picture Friday because we were busy, but, uh, yeah, every Friday I'm going to be bringing in another figure and putting it on my desk. Even though I won't be in the office every day, I will. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm so thrilled to have a desk for the first time in 20 years. So I, I can't wait to decorate the shit out of it. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to go over it. it I I uh, I kind of scanned it, and it seems kind of like superfluous stuff. But there is a a link in the show notes to the uh, designer interview for that Imperial Troop transport. So if you're interested in reading that, it's a quick read, like two three minutes. Um, let's see, life-size child announced by mm -hmm. Sideshow Collectibles. Yeah. Um, uh, looking really cute. And this is, it says figure. Is it's it a statue. articulated? Oh, okay. No, so it's, it's like their premium format figures that they it's, call um, figures. And, 
Yeah, it's it's going to be a statue. Um, there was a revelation that it was shown underneath the uh, underneath his costume. There is actually a body, but it's not like you can take off the clothes and anything like that. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a statue. It's not articulated. Um, now the funny thing is, is so they already pro- prototyped this up. This is with Leg- Legacy Effects. So Legacy Effects is one of the companies who actually has the master mold for this. Okay. So uh, it's in con- so Legacy Effects is actually the one who's you know doing the you know they did the sculpt and they basically use the master mold from the show. Nice. And um, Sideshow will be doing. Distribution and I guess Sideshow will actually doing the production work as well. They'll use Sideshow factories, but like I said, the the mold is basically what you get from the puppet uh, from the show. That's so cool. that's kind of cool. Um, but the funny thing is, is um, like like uh, I don't know. It was like three days after this announcement, Hot Toys puts out a, a like a blurb saying, "Hey, you know, we're <laughs> we're here too," and you know, but I don't think Hot Toys is anywhere near the production that like in the stage of production that sideshow is because sideshow actually showed a actual like huge like they showed like one of their employees holding holding it like holding the prototype so they're already like this is like prototype and they just need to produce it so i mean i'm sure like like i said this whole coronavirus thing is really going to affect all production for all kinds of stuff at this point Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i mean it's i don't know it's really cool like i said i you know i'm i'm starting to I'm starting to get desensitized to all of the child merchandise that's out there um yeah. when it, you know t-shirts i mean it, it's it's literally everywhere the and, floodgates are going to be opening soon cuz well, i got I, my uh dcbs the comic books preview mm-hmm. there was a couple of pages devoted to the child merchandise that's coming out yeah all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not buying. I mean, I, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm not buying a whole lot right now. But uh, yeah, this is not, uh, yeah, it's not for me. Not convincing you. To there, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people like uh, in the the six scale scavenger group that, uh, um, my friends over there, they. You know they're they're all about this. They're they're you know the majority of them over there are ordering this figure, you know huh. figure statue whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know a few people who ordered it as well. Well, I'd like to hear a view if somebody has one eventually. See, I have a life size Yoda that's from Elusive Concepts. That it's the actual from Rick Baker's prop. Uh, puppets that yeah. they cast it from that and that thing is mm, two and a half feet tall mm-hmm. so oh, i would love crazy. to have i would love to have the baby yoda in my room but yeah that's 50 the... uh, it's a little little bit more than i'd like to spend yeah i mean that's pretty much what what pricing is these days you know whether you buy hot toys or you buy you know a sideshow this like i said normally if this was just a sideshow produced kind of a thing i would kind of steer away from it because the sculpting the painting the sewing all that is basically legacy effects um so you know that's kind of cool yes rock we have seen your in the acrylic i don't even have to click on it it's in it's in your cold case. 
He's in a, he's in a, he's in a gr- yeah. glass coffin. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, those pillowcases are very expensive, so that's very nice that you have that. It's heavy as hell, too. Yeah. They're very, it's very expensive. I actually taught myself how to how to acrylic weld. It's a oh, it's, yeah nice. you it's a chemical it's a chemical welding process that you use a syringe a special syringe, and you take these two chemicals and it basically what it does is it 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 melts the plastic so that's how the that's how acrylic boxes from AFA and stuff are created is using uh using that process of chemically welding. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's very hard to do. I mean, I I'm nowhere. I I can't make a box look like the AFA stuff. Like that stuff is like. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's welded by. It. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, plastic welding. It's really inter- it's really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's something I'd love to learn how to do. You know, it's fun. It's fun. So. You just like it's like ten bucks for the for the chemicals, and then the syringe is like five bucks, and you just take a bunch of like you know, like the thicker the plastic, the better it is. The thicker the acrylic, you know, because it's easier to work with. The thin stuff is really hard to work with, but it's it's fun. You know, the idea is you just drag your you know, just like you weld. I don't know if you guys ever weld like really weld. Um, yeah, but it's just you know, you, you you're literally dragging the you're dragging the uh, syringe and you have to keep the flow at a certain pace, just like you would weld normally. And you, you keep the flow at a nice pace and you can't stop. And as you're, as you're applying this chemical, it's literally opening up the molecules of the plastic, causing it to melt for just that split second. And you create, just like you would create a welding bead, you create an actual uh, bead of melted acrylic, and if you're really good at it, you can make it look really nice and clean, like a really nice bead. Um, so, like I said, I don't know if you guys weld at all, but you know, I, I doubt. You know, I'm, I'm looking at an AFA graded figure right now, mm-hmm. and I see at the top of it, I see these tiny, tiny little bubbles. It's and that yeah. must be where they did it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's yep. It's a little and it, like I said, if you're good at it, you'll get that really nice clean weld line, you know. And that's where the plastic is basically just fusing itself together. The chemical melts it for a second, and then it just re instant instantly fuses together. Huh. So, but yeah, it's cool. You should play around with that. It's neat. And what is what is acrylic cost like a good thickness to acrylic? Oh uh, yeah, unfortunately it's pretty expensive. Like I mean, if you go to like an actual, if you find an acrylic shop in your area, that's the best thing to do because you can buy scraps from them. Um, if you go to like Lowe's or Home Depot, you're gonna pay a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money meaning like uh, uh so eighth inch, like eighth inch acrylic, which is really thin. Mm-hmm. You're probably like a uh, twelve by twelve sheet of that is probably like five bucks, so it's not a big oh, deal. Wow. But if you do a quart, like quarter inch, which is like, uh, let's see, the, those those acrylic cases aren't they're not quarter. They those acrylic might they may be eighth inch. I'm not too sure. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it can the thicker it is, the more expensive it is. So well, just to give you an idea, scraps. They, they charge twenty five dollars for an acrylic case for a GI Joe or Star Wars figure. It's worth and it. It's fifty dollars to get it graded by AFA. So I'm at the point now where I'm not going to buy any more cases. I'd rather just get it graded. Well, I I was under the impression that it's 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 the price plus the case. Are you saying the case is included? 
Yeah, fifty dollars. Oh, okay. The only okay. pro, the only thing is you're paying double shipping because you're paying shipping down there and then you're paying return shipping. Yeah. Which yeah. is because I sent a bunch of stuff to CAS and very <laughs> happy with it, but just it's the the shipping is what gets prohibitive. You know the the cases. I think that's something that you have to figure out for yourself because the AFA cases, obviously, if it's AFA graded, then it's going to be totally sealed. You can't open it unless you break the case. Um, with the with the actual, you know, with the cases for twenty five dollars, those are nice because they usually have the sliding bottom where you can, just, you know, you just open it and close it whenever you want. Well, AFA sells the cases on their on their site. Yeah, correct. that's what he's talking about. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, and they I have a sliding just, bottom normally. Yeah, I have some of them. I actually have quite a few of them, but I'm at so the I'm point just saying now you're, that you're you're losing the sliding bottom when you go AFA. You know, there's no way to right. ever remove the figure out of that. So. Yeah, I just look at it as it just takes a figure. It the value of what it does to a sealed figure, it's to me, it's well worth it. You know. Yeah. 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 All right, scalpers. <laughs> It's my 401k, uh, damn it. I'm, t- I'm trying to teach people. I'm trying I'm the learner. I'm the guy who does all of the Remember, I'm the learning toy person. So I'm trying yeah. to teach people how to weld and do that. He's talking about AFA. I'm talking about the process of how that case is made. How it's made. Um uh, GameStop uh uh Exclusives are shipping. I have received my shipping notice for my uh, my Jedi Revon, and then the other one I didn't order was Heavy Battle Droid. These are from their Gaming Greats line, so I'm excited to get that Jedi version of Revon or Revan, whatever you want to announce them or pronounce them. Walmart sales, uh, tons of studio series and siege stuff uh, is lowered right now on walmart.com. So if you've been looking for anything, um, I don't know what's the big standouts here. Thundercracker for half off 15 bucks. Uh, oh, the, uh, 35th anniversary Megatron for only 17 bucks down from 30. Um, Prime sold out. Uh, then you got some studio series things. If you if you liked the KSI boss um, and some of those the so you were talking about that that some of the newer studio series Devastator figures yeah. people are yeah. hunting. Mm-hmm. Those deluxes though are are clogging my pegs here. Mm. The weird the guy with the weird face and the the two arms when he transforms, Mm -hmm. you know, he is clogging my pegs. Um, and then also spirit Yoda, if you had any interest in him, he's down to 13 bucks on, uh, on Walmart. They also show Luke, but Luke is since sold out and is now $45 from some third party seller on there. Sweet. That's uh, pretty much it for online. Lotus, did you pick up anything this week? Nope. Just that uh, Back to the Future 3 set. I picked it up and put it back down. <laughs> How about you, Rock? I didn't buy any toys per se, but what I did get in was some prop replicas. I got uh-huh. in I got in the Ghost Trap from Ghostbusters. Oh, cool. The PKE meter. And the electron backpack. Did you get those? Are those the spirit ones or? 
Yes. Uh, what happened was I, uh, when I did my comic book pre-order like three months in advance, these were in the catalog in November. I put it in my cart to see what the price was because it's always really discounted because you're buying it so far in advance. I forgot to take them out of my cart. I checked out, didn't realize because all my banking information is already in there. Um, the box came the other day, and my wife goes, what the <laughs> hell was that big box that got delivered from FedEx today? <laughs> and I, I knew the only thing coming was my comic books. So I told her, I'm like, oh, I completely forgot about it. So she was not happy about it. So then I, I went in my underwear and a T-shirt, and I put all the stuff on, <laughs> and I came down. And I had, I'm like, where's the – I go, I'm searching for a ghost, looking for the annoying ghost. I put all the thing on with the electric backpack on, so I'm zapping her. Her and my son were dying. So <laughs> at least the, the, I made them laugh with it. But uh, and this stuff's really cool. The price was very reasonable. Um, and it's just yeah, – I like it. You know, some nerdy shit to go with my cool. Ecto Slime and – some of my other Ghostbuster stuff I have. So does the Ghost Trap have any lights? Yes, a bunch of lights inside. Cool. I'll send some pics to you when we're done recording. Yeah, you should. But, you should take some pictures of those and put in the group because that that's that's actually I, I've looked at those. Like every Halloween, I, I look at those. It, it was like twenty dollars. I think the trap was twenty yeah. or twenty three. Oh, nice. so it was oh, really worth price. it. But uh, let me tell you what. The one thing that happened this weekend was that. Um, there's two WWE wrestlers, uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. They have a really popular uh, podcast called the the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. They came up with their own figures, and they are ringside collectible only exclusive. So the first set of figures was limited to 500. They sold out in 19 minutes. The newest set of figures went on sale Friday. They had an 11:45 for Patreon members, and 12 o'clock for the general public. They only had 250 of these figures available. I logged on at 11:45, and this website kept crashing, crashing, crashing. Next thing I know, I have it's a limit of one per person. I end up ordering four of them, oh, and shoot. I they end up canceling out three of the orders. But I've never seen such outrage with people about limited edition collectibles and. <laughs> oh man it's uh they said people ha i haven't this is the first time i've ever gone through that where i'm like fighting like i was on my phone and computer at the same time trying to order something That's and funny. uh yeah it's kind of crazy man these toys but uh i should be getting that in in uh next week nice that was pretty crazy trying to get that exclusive well that sounds like fun. I miss those days. I haven't had anything I haven't had anything that's really like oh I've gotta be there. Even like the Glios stuff that used to be like real big on my list because it does, it sells out. Not immediately, but it sells out within ten, fifteen minutes. So if you're not if you're not on there when the shit goes on sale, you're most likely missing out. But yeah, I had, I just haven't had a a lot of stuff that I'm like passionate about. Well, it was, you know, it's a podcast, so they never thought them selling figures that people would buy them. So when they ordered these, you know, gotta realize, you know, how much lead time goes into making figures. They ordered a thousand sets of figures, one in one deco, five hundred pieces. The other two decos at two hundred and fifty pieces. They just never thought it would be this popular. So when they yeah. pre-ordered them. They thought they might be getting stuck with them. They never had an idea that these things were going to sell out in, you know, 19, 20 minutes. Yeah, so that's crazy. But people are selling one. People put them up on eBay ready for uh, three hundred and fifty dollars. 
And they were fifty nine ninety nine for the two pack. See, I'm glad I'm that guy that just can't do it. Like if I miss it and it goes through the roof, I'm I don't think I've ever the only thing I have ever made made that ex- exception for was when they released Ultra Magnus in the Power Convoy and it was an e hobby exclusive. And I missed it originally, so I had to pay like 350 bucks for it. But I'm like, I'm never going to get a powered convoy, right? That's $1,800 minimum, you know. So I did it then, but that's probably the only thing I've sucked up that high of an aftermarket value. You know, like I've paid double for some figures here and there, but to pay, what did you say they were originally? Fifty nine ninety nine. But this is what the really happened is they they sell a lot of exclusive merchandise to their fans through the Patreon. There'll be a code to get things early. The problem is they pissed off their really diehard and loyal fans who've been buying everything. They're uh, completionists. So yeah. now these people are like, hey, it's not our fault. We were online trying to buy it. This website crashed. Now we've been loyal. We've been buying every single thing you put out. They also do live shows like at a comedy club and people come out and see them whenever there's like a big uh, wrestling event like WrestleMania or Survivor Series. And, you know, they have exclusive merchandise. There's people that have spent a lot of money trying to get everything and now they're not able to get this figure. So yeah, people are like, you know what? Screw you. Yeah, screw you guys. We'll put, I'm selling everything. And wow. it was a bunch of people that's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm <laughs> ditching all my merchandise. So it's this collector uh, mentality, man. It's deep. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is shit. <laughs> so that that was a pretty interesting thing that happened Friday. Joe Ryan will appreciate it because he was in the same boat with me. We were both <laughs> like scrambling to try to get one. So he got one too, but damaged packaging. So, uh, yeah, they had some from the factory that were damaged, but they only charged two dollars less. But they know people are going to pay it because it's yeah, only two hundred and fifty exactly. of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. But that was it. So what what'd you get this week? So I had to uh I had to ship a pile of loot. So I got that. And then uh and then also I had this huge uh DCBS order come in as well. So I, I kind of feel your pain. I was like, good lord, this box is massive. So um I, I'll post a picture of this. I, I took a picture of the haul, but just didn't post it. Um uh, Let's see, I got the new DC Collectibles uh, Green Lantern and Sinestro with all their new improved articulation. Um, so, yeah, they have finally caught up to, like, modern articulation and really enjoying those figures, except for they don't fucking come with a lantern. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you put out a Green Lantern figure, they need to come with a lantern. Um I got a Planet X Apollo, so that's the Ultra Magnus from uh, Planet X. Um, I got the Mothra, Godzilla movie poster packaging of them. Uh, I got my first Super Seven Transformers, and again, definitely, definitely not worth, uh, definitely not worth the eighteen dollars. But I was able to get them on the Hot Topic sale for like twelve fifty a piece, and I dig them. I I opened I opened the uh, the Soundwave and then keeping the Optimus Prime in package as a carded sample. 
Um, I haven't opened it yet, but I got the Haya Toys Power Loader. So I had pre-ordered that ages ago from DCBS when I still had a job. So that finally came in. Very expensive $70 three and three quarter mech suit. Um, but I haven't opened it yet. Saving it for a special occasion. Um, Hacks Gargoyle. I got the Super 7 uh, uh Panthor and Battle Cat and He-Man and Skeletor two packs. Um, and then uh, Smart Hulk from Diamond Select. And then something I got that was really kind of exciting and fun was I got the new heavy metal figures. So if anybody remembers the cartoon movie Heavy Metal, they are putting out figures from that. And the first was uh, Tarna, I think, or something like that. She's the she's like the Conan warrior uh, princess on there. And then I got a zombie from um, the. Uh, part of the movie where it's a b-52 bomber with zombies on it so he's very cool he glows in the dark which i was really excited about uh sculpting is really good on these the articulation's a little limited like they they went all in on double jointed knees and even painted in the joints but then there's no ankle articulation um uh, they have swappable hands but there's no uh, wrist articulation. So a few things missing, but um, the sculpts are amazing. They stand well. They even come with the stand. They come with lots of accessories. So I suggest those if you can find them, if you're a heavy metal fan. Um, and then, yeah, I got my Hound. I still haven't played with my MP Hound, but those are for sale. Plug, plug, 115 plus shipping to you. And then uh, something I ranted when we went on break before uh, that I mentioned right before break is I finally opened my Storm Collectibles Cyrax. So uh, Cyrax was one of my favorite uh, characters outside of Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. And you just don't see a lot of Cyrax stuff out there. So I was like, ah, oh, perfect opportunity to try out these Storm collectibles. And the figure is pretty nice. Again, so this is an $80 figure. Um, materials, I really like. it. It's kind of more of a rubbery plastic um, that I actually like, but it's still light enough for it to be able to hold poses. Um, joints are nice and tight. Uh, you've got double-jointed elbows and, and knees. Uh, you've got toe hinges and then amazing uh, ankle and butterfly. So really good figure. And like I was telling them, I just have a hard time paying 80 bucks for something that, you know, like a, you know, people talk about, oh, those McFarlane, uh, McFarlane Mortal Kombat toys are trash. To me, they'd look about the same on a shelf, you know, so it depends on how much you're going to play with these, how much you're really going to get out of them. Um, one thing that does kind of suck and what I was bitching about is, yeah, I put a huge 
stress bend on his chest plate his chest plate and the lower plate open to shoot bombs and shoot his electro net which he comes with both a bomb and an electro net um but somehow again i didn't even feel it until it just kind of fell off in my hands so it's a c clamp um, so if anybody has storm collectibles, know of their reputation for replacing stuff or maybe being able to buy parts that you break, um, because DC, I got this from DCBS and they've been amazing in the past. And this, uh, like Lotus put it, this was definitely me just ham handing, <laughs> handing this yeah. and not respecting an $80 figure the way I should have of, <laughs> So good and bad there, but yeah, I, I've just learned I can't buy these high-end figures. I just don't have enough appreciation for them. The value's just not there for me, but I gave it a shot just like I've done SH figure arts and cool. uh, I've never, I don't have any Mayfex. I've never had a Mayfex figure, but um, all the other big ones, I have one version of them that I tried. So that's about it. Not that that was not very much. That was a ton, but that's about it for me. Cool. All right, let's go ahead and get in listener feedback and questions. Our our old our old pal and ex host Swage actually uh, sent us a voicemail last week, and he sent it after we started, so we didn't catch it. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and play that right now. I'm trying to figure out, looking through your show notes, how did that new Sideswipe not make the show notes? What is up with that, man? Generation Toys Red Bull? This shit is dope! Talk about it! You know what I'm saying? Do it! (laughs) (laughs) So is it a transforming can of Red Bull? (laughs) So I think we have talked about this before. Um... Lotus, do you know the timeline behind this? I know we just saw pictures of it, but I thought we had seen pictures. Maybe we're getting these were painted ones that just came out. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, let's see here. Because do you remember talking about it on a previous show? I could have swore we talked about it before. Um. Yeah, because the first article here is March 4th, 2018, 2018. and that had a picture of it. But anyways, anyways, let's talk about it. Yeah, maybe we didn't talk about, you know, anything updated since we initially talked about it. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, so, Rock, I don't know if you can just Google Sideswipe and Red Bull. It's still up for pre-order, so it's not even it's not even out yet. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, well, Show this Z must just been like final pictures, is what. Yeah, I mean, it's Jen... got like Show Z has actual. If you go to Show Z, you know what I'm talking about, right? ShowZStore.com. If you go to Show Z, uh, he's he's in China. Uh, there's color pictures, really really nice, large, uh, color pictures from Chaos on Weibo. And that was updated as of February 3rd, 2020. So really nice pictures, high resolution. Are you guys seeing that on Shozy? I I'm Did looking. Did you ever at order a, from? Have you ever ordered from Shozy? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I ordered from him 
from his eBay store. Okay, yeah. He's yeah. who I got my Mech Fans his, toys. His site Sentinel is pretty Omega Supreme. His site is pretty reasonable and there's yeah. a lot of people that a lot of people that use him. So um but yeah, they got some really good high resolution pics on uh, on his website. That is pretty cool looking. And see, and my thing is, is it's just super chuggy, you know. And and I love chug, but this isn't chug scale. Yeah. So, like, you're doing the chug aesthetic, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I like it because I I love beast formers in any way, shape, and fashion. Uh, not ones that try to look. Not like Beast Wars where they try to look like an ape, but where they're like a mechanized animal. That I love that. But again, yeah, I just, I mean, I just well, don't, I don't know. I, I just don't like the idea of, I mean, so, you know, they're taking Sideswipe and they're trying to make him into a tantrum, you know, and I, I just don't think that he should, he should look like him, you know? Oh, and I didn't even realize these are the guys that did the mechanized uh, ape version of Optimus Primal. See, okay. and I liked I liked that one too, you know. But again, no connection to Sideswipe. So, if I was a Sideswipe collector, I'd get it for the novelty of it, you know. I, I guess the better question is: Is Swage still collecting Transformers? I mean, <laughs> I, I I haven't heard from any. I mean, you know, I. I don't see him anywhere, so I don't yeah. know. But I guess yeah. maybe he is. Maybe he's getting back into it. That's cool. I mean, I, I only posted the show notes with like an hour to go last time, and he jumped on a voicemail. Oh, so. that's, that's, that's really cool, man. Yeah. I I, uh, I miss him, you know. Uh, you know. I used to, I mean, you know, I, obviously I was a listener before joining you. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I... I uh, he was he was a great uh, a great part of the show. I, I yeah. it was he was always brought a little bit of comedy and uh, he just has a really good perspective on things. I agree. I he agree. was he was a host when Roger was a host, right? Yeah. Yeah, him and then uh, and then Dave from Dave and Duvall during his uh, short stint with us. Yeah, I don't remember Dave being on. I remember I remember Roger. Remember. Obviously, Vern. Yeah, Vern. Swage. Yeah. I don't remember Dave. That must have been. Hmm. It it was short lived, <laughs> short lived and drama filled. But but it, the nice thing is is that we we're all adult enough to move on and still be friends and you know, and and let sleeping dogs lie kind of thing. Because <laughs> I think my oldest memory is when you and your wife went to San Diego Comic Con. And Alias Angel Alias won a package of something where you would pick something up for him and (laughs) and you would pay for the shipping. And of course, it was like the biggest thing that was. So how long ago was that? Well, when Metroplex come out, that was five years ago. You think think 16? I'm thinking it's. I think it's been longer than that. Maybe it was 2013. I don't know. Well, definitely your daughter wasn't born yet. So it was before that. Yeah, it was before the daughter was born, 2013. Okay, I remember listening back then. Cause I remember you guys talking about having like the uh, the water bottle not filled with water to get through yeah. the lines and stuff. <laughs> um, so I've been listening since at least back then, if not earlier. 
Well, yeah, yeah, it was just you and your wife. Actually, I think it was just you and your wife, I think, yeah. when I first started listening. Yeah, so Jessica and I made it made it until she was pregnant. Right. And then we even did some show while, shows while she was pregnant. And then once once uh, Little Miss McFavorite was born, we tried a few when she was a baby and it was okay. But once she needed any kind of attention whatsoever, Jessica was just kind of done. Plus, plus uh, she also went out on a sour note too, kind of with getting sick of my collecting. You know, I think I think she thought. And I, and I shouldn't say I didn't lead her this way, but I think she thought my collecting would be tamed down considerably when I had a daughter. So. For me, it's the opposite. It's the only thing I have to live for right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did All I say right. that? Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, so AAA hit us with an update to his previous question. He said... Uh, Here's a pre-update to my previous letter to you guys about the MP third-party combiners. Last night, I decided to pick up Zeta Bruticist and Superion. Yep, both boss box sets in one night. Yeah. Another baller move by Alias Angel Alias. <laughs> the only MP giant combiner left is Minasaur. Time will tell which I purchase. On with my questions for this show. I decided to give each one of you direct question this time. All right, Rock. You're up first. Life or death situation. You must in- open an entire line of your vintage <laughs> minted box garden toys. <laughs> which line would you pick in your collection? This is real easy for me. It would be Transformers because I only have one G1 figure. So if I opened it, <laughs> oh, it would cost me the least amount of money. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, right, yeah, that would be something it. you have more, more. Uh, let's try that. That's a little cheater to pick one. All right. Well, you know what? I mean, actually, it's not one of the big four. It's my vintage LJN wrestling figures because I had such a fond memory of playing with these as a kid that I would love to tear these things open and smell that rubber again because they're that rubbery kind of texture. Um, I just, I'm st- I, when we do the podcast, I stare at them the most. Like I stare at, uh, I have a, a signed Hulk Hogan mint on card and an iron Sheik, and they're side by side. And like, they just, they're calling my name. Let them they're, breathe. They're, Let them they're, breathe. They're staring back at you, man. They're just, you know. <laughs> they are. And Hulk Hogan's yeah. like, listen, brother, get off that fat ass of yours and rip open this package, brother. Let them breathe, brother. <laughs> yeah. Did you see Hogan, Hogan, uh, Hogan just uh, auctioned off his, uh, his Viper that yeah. really, yeah. I saw him at, uh, on one of his, on Facebook, on one of his videos going to Whataburger. He's uh he's had like ten back surgeries and I've got the last how many years and he's like walking with a cane and he's he's trying to get back in shape. He wants to have one last wrestling match. Wow. Yeah, he's like sixty five. He's like three inches shorter than he used to be from all the surgeries. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. But I, I just, think wrestling would be what I'd open. I just watched a no holds barred again. Oh for yeah. The first yeah, time yeah. in a really long time. <laughs> Is that on Hulu right now, or is it on... Uh, what was it on? Uh, it's on I want, It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay, because I noticed now between going from Tubi to Voodoo to Hulu, they basically like play like volleyball rotation with these movies. Yeah, exactly. That's what, like, all the police academies were on 
Voodoo. Now they all shifted to Hulu. It's like, <laughs> and then they went to uh, Netflix. So, but yeah, good times. See, and that's crazy that that's what you'd open up because they do have a really cool feel. Like I love those LJN figures. But there's just, like, nothing to it. Like, I'd want to, like, play with the G.I. Joes, I think. Like, well, you know what it is? vehicles and sticker them and all that shit. Well, you know, the thing is, like, I have, like, all the vintage Star Wars figures. I have almost a full set loose that are in my closet. To begin with. Okay. Yeah, same thing with the G.I. Joes. I have, you know, they're packed in my basement now. But I have almost all the vehicles and... I definitely have all the figures. They're all packed away in the basement. So, um, Motu, you know, I have I have a decent amount of vintage ones, but the, I didn't really have I didn't really play with those a lot as a kid. I had them, but it wasn't like real affectionate to it. But those LJ and Russells, I mean, I played for hours with them. I had my own leagues. <laughs> I used to have a notebook. I made like a salary cap, and I used to write down who the contenders were. <laughs> I was deep. I mean, I, I hate to admit this, I played with them until I was thirteen years old. I mean. Yeah, most people were out of toys. Thirteen years old, I used to have my own. I even had like two separate leagues. So like, if if the one guy, the one league was doing bad, they'd have to cut costs, and I'd have like free agents. And <laughs> I used to, I used to customize them. I used to, uh, I used to paint some of their faces. I remember I took like my Bruno San Martino figure. I took my mom's nail polish, so I I made his hair like it wasn't really blonde, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, I took my Ricky the Dragon steamboat figure. I took white out. I put the white out over his face and I put Chinese letters on his face and I made him the great Muda from the NWA. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just, I have a lot of fond memories with them. So I That's think, awesome. uh, yeah, Peter, make me open up some wrestling figures. <laughs> All right, Lotus, this one's for you. If Lotus ever purchases toys again, where money is not an issue, which one toy line would you complete during 2020? Hmm. So money's not an issue. Okay, so it can be. It doesn't have to be in the store. It can be vintage or. Yeah, can, I think yeah. he's just. Saying I would say any toy line. So I would. I would be interested, and I know I think I've said this before, but I would be interested in having a full series one, two, three, just the figures. I don't think I'd care about the vehicles, but just the figures. I would like to have series one, two, three of Battle Beasts. Nice. And I'm not talking about. I don't think I would need like the variants. Uh, or because like you know the the, different, it, it gets crazy elements yeah if you're trying it, to like, get the if, same figure yeah the variants and then all of the special takara ones you know that i mean it just gets crazy it's kind of like you know GoBots and machine Ro robo i chose GoBots, north american releases you know and that's it um so i think i would do the same thing so yeah battle beast has been kind of on my radar um, it kind of fits my new criteria of stuff that is small, so mm -hmm. I like that idea, and I just, I've always, you know, I really didn't have many as a kid. I don't even know if I had any, to be honest with you. I just remember seeing them, and um, maybe I had like one or two, but I never actually, you know, collected them or anything like that. I had a bunch, but the, the two I remember is the pink shark and the green snake guy. 
but yeah, I mean, like you say, talk about something you could elegantly display mm-hmm. in a yeah. in a poster size shadow yep. box with little shelves. You could sure. do that whole collection. Yep. I think I think because each series I think was like thirty six figures. Um, the, you know, obviously I need them complete. I need their rub yeah. signs to work. I need weapons. Yeah. I need, you know, I don't need, I don't think I would need packaging cause that's just crazy. I, I mean, well, you're not going to get same sealed package, right? Aren't they like, they didn't have, I don't think they had custom card art. Like they had the yeah. same card art for the yeah. entire series. I think you're, I think you're right. Yeah. But well, listen, I, I I, I think I would just be interested in the figures. Like I said, I don't think I I really care about the little vehicles and stuff, you know. So, but yeah, that would be something I'd be interested in. I think because they're very colorful, you know, so they really would pop on the shelf. But they're just it's just very expensive, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, now no object, so. Now if it's something. If, I I I have to say something though. If it's something in the store. That's what I was going to say. Like, it, like, let's say maybe he was meaning a line that is right now in 2020. Maybe that's what he was meaning. Okay, so. so, you know, with you guys talking all about Masters, I think that if I saw these carded Masters figures and they were, you know, a fair price, meaning under, I think they would have to be under $15 for me a piece. I think, and I think that's what they'll be. I think people have said they'll be 15 bucks. Yeah, like, I mean, if I can do, like, you know, sales. I'm talking about, like, these figures need to be, like, on the shelves and, you know, not not something where I would have to order from Walmart.com or something crazy. Yeah, not chasing anything. Readily available. Readily available. I can, I can buy, you know, a couple a week or whatever um, and then make a decision of, you know, either saving them the way they look on card or going ahead and open them, depending on how the card art looks and stuff. Cause I, I never had, I never had masters when I was younger. So mm-hmm. I, but I always kind of, I just, just, they look so cool. You know, the characters are just look really nice. Well, and now if you got in on these, then you have all the added articulation too. You're not stuck yeah. with a six point of articulation figure like you would be with the vintage stuff. So we'll hey, see. One, one quick question about these Motu figures: Are are they going to be mass retail, or are they only at Walmart? Well, that's what I just literally talked no, about. Though. No, no, no. Are they going to be at Target? Is are they going to be at Target and like BBTS oh. and everything else? I think I think they're at. I oh god, so I kind of want to say it might. Well, no, they couldn't be a well. I, I was going to say they're at a toy fair trying to sell them to people, but that's overseas buyers. Who makes the Jurassic I, That's Mattel, right? Yeah, that's Mattel. That, that's a Target. That's that's Mattel. Oh, that's everywhere. Yeah, oh. that's everywhere. They do exclusives for stores. Like Walmart had all the battle-damaged versions of them. But, uh, that, that would turn me off if, if it's only focused at Walmart. Cause I, you know, I mean, Walmart doesn't really run sales, you know, target is really the sale. Thing, no. So. And I, what I'm on the fence about is I might, I have a strong feeling that they were going to be target exclusive line. Oh, oh, but I don't know. I don't know. Again, we'll find out at toy fair by our, by our next show. Probably. Yeah. Um, because Toy Fair is coming up in what two weeks? One week? Two weeks? Somewhere about there. 
Um, all right. So here we go. Um, well, let's see. Where did your slick? If your spouse requires you to completely stop collecting one of the greatest out of the four franchises today, which of the four properties would you stop collecting from here on out? I'm going to say he's looking Thomas. around his room. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what's funny. Um, I would say G.I. Joe because I have I have my vintage ones that I love and then I have the tw- a complete set of 25th anniversary, you know, including all of the club ones that I really wanted. So I think I could die complete without ever getting a six inch GI Joe figure or something, you know, especially compared to the, I don't know. Masters is really close too, because between filmation and classics and, and all the vintage stuff and 2000 X stuff I have, I, I really love where that collection's at too. And don't feel like they'll ever be adding too much, but then now we're getting new series and, but anyways, uh, I'll go GI Joe final answer. <laughs> Finally, sir. And it says think hard in his message. So I thought I thought hard. And then uh Shane, which is my friend that I mentioned, him and Peter have been uh becoming quick friends. He he also has a question for Shane, and he says uh he's trying to get our listeners to write in and better to call in Shane. Uh he says, Which toys will you purchase next? Where can you insert a pilot? in the cockpit of a robot and your answer cannot be any Takara Tomy Diaclone products. Okay. I mean, I can tell you right off the bat, I mean, Starcom, (laughs) Starcom is really cool and you can put a pilot in there. Obviously mask, you can put a pilot. Stars. I use, I had a building set called legions of power and I really like those legions of power all came with at least one figure some some of the larger box sets came with two. Did you ever have Legions of Power? You didn't have a whole lot of building sets, right? You said. No, no, I never mm-hmm. had Legions Power at least. Okay. Yeah. That that I'm aware of here. Maybe did did you rock? Did you do any Legions of Power stuff? Honestly, Lotus, of all those toys you just mentioned, I never had one of any of them. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I didn't even have Legos as a kid. Yeah. I was no always with strictly is? action figures. No, even mask because mask was expensive to me when I was a kid. So I was, you yeah. know, GI Joe. I was only the GI Joe guy at that point in time. Yeah. I cannot find a vehicle that strikes the feels, but the guys, yes, I know I had those little domed guys. But yeah, I can't find a vehicle that is like, oh, that's the one I had. But yeah, the guys look very familiar to me from Legions of Power. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're I mean, it's just like a build it was like a building set and then mm-hmm. it would be, you know, Lieutenant Captain blah 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 comes with this set and this was his vehicle and then you'd have like they were all motorized. So it was really cool cuz they had little battery motorization in them and then you put, you put them together and then they they move and it was actually really cool. I mean, it was it was a no, very nice I, building. So I can't I don't know who I don't know who made them though. I don't remember who made them, but 
Um, it was just, and, and they, they had a comic, they had comic, like it was, came with a little mini comic. Yeah. Uh, so, Tonka is who. Made okay. Tonka. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, we answered for you, Shane, but yes, call in please. 720-235-TOYS, 720-235-8697. All right. Let's get into grab bag. Cause we're also going to do a spoiler filled review of, the Mandalorian um, at the end of this. So first up, Star Wars, the show that never was. So if you remember way back in the day, George Lucas said there will be a Star Wars TV show. It will be called Underworld. It will be about the gritty underworld of Coruscant. And uh, so I guess this footage has been around for a while, but somebody compiled it and kind of put it in order and that kind of stuff to almost make a scene. Well, not almost, but to make a scene. Um, and it's kind of cool. I go out, follow again, show notes, openyourtoys.com, top of the page. This is in grab bag for Star Wars. Go check a look at the test footage. Um, look like it could have been cool. Um, there's definitely some funny parts of it and it's definitely prequel era kind of grittiness. Things are dirty and stuff, but everything looks like brand new. Um, and then the movie that never was. So we talked about the screenshots and um, how they related to the script that was leaked that was never used. Uh, well, now... Uh, you can actually read Colin Trevorrow's entire episode nine uh, script if you're that kind of person to see what could have been. Um, Transformers movie news. Uh, the two movies are finally now starting in production, I believe. Uh, or maybe... Oh, the script writers are writing the two scripts. And, uh, yeah, not, not, not super happy. Uh, one person wrote, uh, the King Arthur, the guy, Richie King Arthur film. Um, he also wrote the script for the, uh, DC flash film that has not been delivered yet, but supposedly that was supposed to be really funny. Um, and then James Vanderbilt who wrote, uh, the Adam Sandler Netflix movie Murder Mystery, The Meg, and Independent Day Resurgence. So The Meg wasn't too bad, but I'm a little impartial because I love sharks and monster movies, but didn't dig and resurgence and never watched Murder Mystery. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, to me, what they did with Bumblebee was say, hey, we're going to make good movies that just happen to have Transformers in them instead of the way Michael Bay, you know, made movies with big robots and explosions and then added a story around that, you know. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, Brony News, because that's a thing. Um, the Transformers My Little Pony crossover event from IDW is coming. So if those two things excite you, or maybe it's a gateway drug for your daughter. Oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe I should get her the comics, see if I could get her into Transformers that way. Uh, Motu movie straight to Netflix, as we feared. I mean, I guess it's not awful. 
but uh it does look like that the film is going to go to straight to netflix so disappointed rock you still there rock did i bore you yeah yeah no i was just uh (laughs) i'm not surprised because i've heard so many people complaining about the guy's not jacked enough who's going to be he-man and the typical everybody complaining so i'm not surprised and plus, not for nothing, if you've ever been bored, look at some of the movies that are on Netflix that are Netflix originals. I don't know how the hell they even film some of these things. They're garbage. Yeah. So I can imagine just being like just some other shitty sci-fi movie that's on there. There's there's so many movies on Netflix that I scratch my head. I go, I cannot believe somebody wrote this, said he has millions of dollars to make it. And then they, they said this is good enough to put on Netflix. Yeah, and on the flip side, and then you have, like, The Irishman and Marriage yeah, Story, well, they, which are, right. you know, like, insane. But, again, those are the directors, you know, those are the actors that you put in those. So, but, yeah, I'm disappointed. I wanted to see it on the big screen, you know, I wanted wanted there to be big movie posters of it, because that's the whole thing. You just don't get that when it's on Netflix, you know. Right. Lotus, would you would you see it if it was in theaters? No. I don't I don't watch any movies in theaters. So do you have Netflix though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch something on Netflix. Yeah. So I mean there's a plus there that it we'll all get to see it at the same time, right? And we can do a review of it together. <laughs> Um, and then G.I. Joe movie news, not really anything to report, just the first look, which is just basically a picture of Henry Golding climbing the uh, stairs. We get a few ninjas at the top of the stairs, um, but yeah, nothing too crazy there. And then I meant to have this downloaded and tried out, but still haven't got to it uh gi joe war on cobra app has been uh released um so from and i didn't read the story that's probably feature a wealth of fan favorites choose your side build your team and engage in strategic battles so yeah it looks like it's a tower defense game i was gonna say by the pictures that's what it looked like yeah, it's Anything. one of those games where you constantly log in, got get your resources, build your base, upgrade your base, need more storage, build your walls. Yeah, it's that kind of – yeah. Yeah, so I might give it a try. Um, I like the character art, you know, the, the kind of cartoony, appy-looking versions of them, you know. They gave Baroness a lot of cleavage. That never hurts, so – um all right well lotus do you want to hang out with us i mean how far did you get into the mandalorian um i mean i i watched um i mean i watched the one where they have the where he drinks the cup i i think i went pretty far i just didn't go all the way to the the end i guess okay i, I mean we could yeah. always wait i mean I'm, i have no, no it, problem it, waiting until lotus finishes it doesn't it doesn't matter i don't know when i'll ever have time don't wait don't wait on me <laughs> all right so uh spoiler filled discussion of the mandalorian so if you're not caught up or you haven't seen it turn it off now um all right not that there's a 
ton of secrets or anything or ton of are we gonna start with episode stuff. one i mean are, are we doing like from the start yeah. or oh yeah okay, gotcha. let's okay. let's talk so i was gonna just start it off with so the first three episodes are basically a a, a essentially a self-contained movie right they they all to con to be continuing each other very closely and then after that third episode it drops into uh, into more of a not an analogy what do they call those when it's just each week as a story an anthology um so it just and then it starts dropping into that with things tying them all together but oh my god, those first three episodes, especially rewatching them, like I think that is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Is those three episodes put together because it's perfect length. Episodes are about forty minutes apiece, so they can obviously put them on network TV eventually with commercial breaks. But I loved those first three episodes. Yeah, I think for me. The first episode was so. The first episode was that the one where they found Baby Yoda, or was that this episode two? I get that a little confused. The first one, they they finally find them in the last three minutes of the episode. Okay, so the first so episode. They, okay, so that was pretty important. That was the one where they where he finds IG eighty eight and. <laughs> <laughs> they have the battle, which is really cool, and I yeah, like has the some old comedic Western shootout. Yeah, yeah, and he wants to self-destruct, and he, you know, he keeps on, you know, keeps on telling Man- Mando that he's gonna self-destruct, and Mando's like, no, don't self-destruct, you know. So that was kind of, you know, funny comedic stuff. And I don't know if that's supposed to be like that. I don't know if IG if if that's how those drones are. I don't know, but um, but yeah, that that was that was good. Um. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was interesting at the end of that episode where basically he's Mando's trying to make a decision whether to kill the asset or keep him alive. And then you just hear the shot and then the episode ends and then he walks away with the asset, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he shoots IG-11, and oh, and I was like, enough. yeah. No, I, I I didn't know if you were trying to be funny on purpose. No, I, I thought it was 88. I don't know. Oh, so whatever. Yeah. Instagram no, it, 11. It's uh, because that's part of his backstory is he's always confused with IG-88, and he hates it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, no, I had no idea. So, so now, you, now you've educated because I have no idea. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, in forty-year-old spoilers, they just show IG-88 in one scene in Empire Strikes Back. He just stands there, badass, holding two weapons, and that's all we know about him for the entire trilogy. Yeah. So we got so much background knowledge about this character that, or one similar to one that we knew, that that's what everybody got excited about. Like when he was spinning around, that was cool. But my favorite. Uh, mode that he did is when he did like he shoots straight in front of him and then he bends his arm and then shoots behind him i like that was yeah that's a cool thing a cool motion that is like full 180 backwards yeah 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 it's like he was he was shooting in front of him and then he just takes his arm and does like a 90 degree bend and shoots behind him that was neat yeah 
Um, I love the inter- across these three episodes. Um, I love uh, the Jawas were funny. I could do without them, but yeah, I, think I love- it was a long. That was a long scene. That that seemed like that that the episode two. I, I really didn't enjoy as much. Yeah, it was, I, just I, it was long, wasn't it? Like the jaw was him trying to get up on the top of the, the yeah, the runaway the sand crawler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I think they're really tapping the western part of it. So we have the big like OK Corral shootout in the last one, and then now it's him like getting on the stagecoach or getting on the train, you know, and he's having to fight off marauders and stuff like that. Um, and then the thing that I just drove me the most nuts is, you know, so they, they scrap his ship and then all they want in return is an egg of some beast, you know, and it's, and it's, and then you think they're all going to treasure it and they just eat it like right there, you know, like I was like, uh, yep. Oh, plus to that ship, there'd be no way you could put that ship together with two guys that quickly when they, <laughs> they basically stripped it down to the frame almost. Yeah. Uh, hey, do you guys like uh Cadbury cream eggs? Oh hey, yeah. Doesn't that remind you of a big yeah. Cadbury egg when they, like the thickness of the yolk that was in there? Yeah. And the orange color of the yolky part of it. Yeah. yeah. Where like, they're just rubbing it all over their, uh, their fabric yeah. face. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't That's understand so that. <laughs> Do they eat through their fabric? Is that is that true? I guess no. That's something we've never seen before. So no. you got to realize too, Los. Also, they they're giving us so much exposure to characters that were very had very limited time screen uh, t- screen time on the original movie. So we're seeing so much now that it's all like, oh my god, what are they doing? Like I I really enjoyed those scenes with the Jawas. Yeah, I have to say the end of that episode two when baby yoda used his force projection to you know to help mando out i think that was i mean that was a really that was the first time that was like a really good moment you know yeah yeah i like the way they handled it it didn't look it for kind of how cheesy it was it didn't look super cheesy you know like the the big horn thing was still fighting and then it gets lifted into the air and it kind of freaks out like an animal probably would you know so i agree it, it wasn't bad um so the next episode is uh so he goes back he gets his he gets his payment which he makes into his whole new armor so Mm -hmm. three episodes into this we we talked about this originally three episodes into this you already have a new deco for the figure if not new molds um and then uh what was really so so like you say his his conscious takes hold of them that it seems like they're hurting him when they take him away all this kind of stuff so he breaks his like this bounty hunter code is like super big with him and he breaks yeah. it. It seems like kind of a fight between the uh between 
his Mandalorian thing because they have the whole foundling thing with the Mandalorians. Like if you find a creature that, you know, needs help, you take it in and teach it the way, you know, kind of thing. Um, So kind of, you know, this toss up between his two creeds. Um, But what makes this fun at the end is he's, takes the kid he starts getting hunted down and then we get all the mandalorians show up to save his ass with all and and this is again like those are the jet those are the jet man those are the jet trooper um, yeah yeah all the people ones yeah yeah so again like rock saying is we saw boba fett for maybe five minutes total across two movies yeah maybe 10 minutes but uh now we're seeing his race like in full regalia like like come in as a whole troop of of combatants and just take out people so i thought that was pretty cool yeah rock what about you i love that episode when they all came in full force and oh i love this entire show there was only one episode i really didn't care for but for the most part, I, I thoroughly enjoy this. So next one up is uh, Sanctuary. So this is where he tries to get off world and find a back con- backwater planet and uh, comes across uh, Cara Dune, which is a ex, uh, uh, what is it, MMA fighter. Uh, she is a rebel drop rebel shock slash drop trooper uh turned mercenary so it's kind of cool to see their back and forth this one gets a little hokey to me um i love that there's an atst in it again it's only in there for two minutes or something like that but um we start seeing okay this is he flies into this planet has an adventure and now he's gonna fly away you know kind of thing yeah this is the episode i like the least out of the entire series no really i didn't i didn't like it either i mean i guess what i don't understand is why he took off his helmet that was the only thing that i didn't i didn't i don't i don't get that so he takes off his helmet just not in front of people well, he took off his front. Of, he, he took off his helmet in front of a window. Wow! I thought it was to eat. Was it to eat? She made him food or something. It's a window where everyone can see him. <laughs> yeah, see, and I, I didn't catch that, but that's a good point. Dude. He was literally <laughs> looking out to everything. He could see everything. Oh, what? I totally missed that. Like, hi, I'm eating on a ledge up here Dude, in my but room. We don't see him, right? We don't see him, but he's fa- not, he puts his he puts it he puts his helmet on the ledge and he's just sitting there eating. Huh. Interesting. I yeah. I didn't even catch that. It was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh I'm not a huge I, – I warm up, especially on a second viewing, I've warmed up to Cara Dune a little bit. Um, like I say, at the end, we're going to notice that they're all going to be a crew, you know, kind of thing. Um, but right now, you're under the assumption that these are all going to be one-off shows. Um, Gunslinger is the next episode. Uh, so this one isn't – too bad um 
ah, this is probably my least favorite of it. It's got a couple good twists in it, but again, just nothing, nothing. I guess one thing I do like about this is it's got the strangers with candy woman on it. And I really dig her. (laughs) She looks especially weird with no eyebrows. Uh, so anybody lasting impressions here? Did you like this? I, I like that it swoop bikes on it from shadows of the empire. Uh, I mean, I knew right away that guy was going to turn on him. Something was going to happen. You could just tell, you know, the way the guy was, he was just going to just screw him. I, I, it, this, this episode was okay. I mean, I, it was, uh, yeah, like you said, it's, this was a little bit of a down trajectory on the show. I was like, oh, man, I hope it's not going to be like this every week where it's going to be, oh, we're over here one week. We're over there one week. But this one was, uh, to me, this was a so-so episode. Yeah. Did you make it to this one, Lotus? Yeah, I think I did. That was the one where he was, like, in a sand and they were they were shooting underneath, like, in the sand or something. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I didn't it didn't no lasting impression. That's all I remember is them being in the sand shooting. That's it. Um and then the next one, the prisoner. Um again, this one I I actually really loved this one. Uh some of the characters were a little overacted, especially the Twilight Twilic. Um Oh, then you could say Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah. See, and I actually liked Bill Burr. You know, I thought I thought he kind of played it pretty pretty cool, you know. But uh yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things where um I liked the story, I liked the, the twists and turns, um, that kind of thing. But again, I'm just like I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, this is this is what this show's going to be. It's going to be Law and Order Star Wars, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, see, this episode, like, I'm a big fan of Bill Burr's comedy. I listen to yeah. his podcast. When I saw Bill Burr, it, I'm just like, oh, what are they doing? And I'm just like, was he a, like a friend of Favreau? I was trying to figure out the connection on how he got this because – I mean, I've seen him in other movies. He's in that movie with Melissa McCarthy. It takes place in Boston. He's Michael Rappaport's brother, and, you know, they're arguing. You know, he's a, he's known for being a Boston guy. So I'm like, why is he in my Star Wars? <laughs> you know, it's like there's no Boston in Star Wars. What is Bill Burr here for? <laughs> it just that's all I kept thinking was, dude, you know, I, I just kept waiting to hear, like, him complaining about something. Yeah. That, or going on a rant, and I'm just like, it just to me, it just uh, was a weird casting decision. Yeah, and and I think the biggest thing, like I was saying about the overacting, the biggest thing that I was having a hard time with was, like, you know, when when they say you're gonna double cross this guy eventually, so when he does something, you know, maybe give him like a snide look or something like that, but. To me, it's just like completely telegraphed. Like it seemed like any moment, and maybe that's what they were trying to do was build the suspense that any moment they're going to turn. But that's what it kept seeing like, like, oh, he's going down that hole. They're going to turn on him now. You know, oh, the he's walking into that hallway. They're going to turn on him now, you know. But 
maybe that's what they're going for but to me it just seemed overact but overacted um so again uh lotus these are characters we have never seen like this but these are like alien species that we've seen in the movies so everybody's getting a little bit bigger taste of oh the guy with the devil horns is a big buffy guy and you know twilix can hiss and have sharp teeth i guess for the other mm. ones okay. um next one is chapter seven the reckoning and this is where let's see they convince him to return to town saying everything's changed you need to kill the main guy you need to kill the main guy um so people stop chasing you essentially because he's just being chased everywhere he goes because he has baby yoda um which i guess we haven't even well we've talked about baby yoda enough um we find he he goes to build the crew so he goes and gets car dune he goes get gets quill or quill um and finds out ig 11 has been rebuilt to uh serve him and that was kind of that was kind of a cool little montage where they show him like having to train ig11 from the beginning because they've wiped out all of his programming um and then we get back to karga and that's uh um carl weathers there uh what i liked seeing was the minox that was kind of cool how they carry away the uh what are those things called that they ride can you remember let's see i have no idea so (laughs) yeah i'm reading through i'm reading through the wikipedia seeing if i can find them anyways the little lizard guys that uh that quill rides oh i forgot Uh, how they're called yeah uh let's see yeah doesn't say anything um this is the first time we see baby yoda uses healing powers to heal Karga, Carl Weathers on there. So that's kind of crazy. Um, this was timed with the same, re- at the same release as we saw the Rise of Skywalker, them using healing powers of the Force and that, which I thought was kind of interesting. So we get this new Force power that no one's ever used, at least in movies or anything. And now it's used both in the Mandalorian and the new movie on the same day. Um, So, yeah, they're going to go kill the main bad guy, the Imperial officer that's been there. Um, But then they find out that the uh, Empire has been there. Um, The Empire has been upgraded all of their troops in the area and so now it's battle to the finish um in the last episode the mandalorian is almost killed um he has to take off his helmet so we finally actually get to see the actor's face who plays him uh, but he only reveals it to ig11 so he still hasn't broken his creed um and then like i say we finally get to see like full-on 
full-on Imperials, like crazy TIE fighter with bendable wings, a whole garrison of troops. We get to see the incinerator trooper, which was pretty dope. That fucking flamethrower just kind of burned the shit up. There was a lot of really cool things about this episode, but there was just one thing I didn't understand. You had like, what, 50, 60, 70 stormtroopers surrounding that building. They can't go anywhere. Why was he they giving him to nightfall? <laughs> or the like why would you give them hours and hours and hours to try to escape? That's the part I didn't get. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get it either. Again, just yeah. That was I the was... only thing that I kinda had to like not think about it when I was going on. And the other thing that I didn't even realize was that Moff Gideon was the same guy from Breaking Bad. I had no oh, idea. Really? <laughs> and then when, so, you know, when it was over, I'm, you know, I'm on my phone, I'm on IMDb, and I'm thinking about, wait a second, that was bugging out from Do the Right Thing. Oh, my, that's yeah. one of my son's that's favorite true, yeah. movies. My oh, son really? loves that movie. Because <laughs> I tried to explain to my son what's like growing up in Queens, because he's only seen like living in Long Island, like suburbia. Yeah. So I put that movie on, I go, this is how daddy grew up. So when I try to tell my son that that was bugging out, the guy who got kicked out of the pizzeria, and he's like, no way. I'm like, yeah, I'm just as shocked. <laughs> and no idea. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. So, yeah, we recognized him on the spot. Um, and then the one thing, so at the end of the movie, uh, or at the end of the episode, uh, episode um so we've got moff gideon getting out of his tie fighter cutting his way off with a dark saber and i just again i haven't finished that's right about where i left off with clone wars is right when they introduce uh the death watch and the and the dark sabers and those kind of things. That's right when I stopped it. So maybe if I had finished it out, I would have more appreciation for this. But I always just thought it was a goofy concept to do on the on Clone Wars, so that you know a Mandalorian could be equal with the Jedi because they have their own light swords and blah blah blah. You know, but well, it was also in Rebels too that the. Uh the character i forgot her name but she's like a pink looking boba fett she ends up having it oh does she yeah it's in rebels as well yeah see and i'm not caught up on that either i need to just start marathoning those instead of instead of uh episodes of westworld and other hbo stuff (laughs) um so lotus do you think you made it this far did you miss these last couple oh no no yeah i I didn't i didn't see those uh, the the last two are awesome to watch back together oh yeah if you get a chance try to watch it okay yeah i i will yeah, and it's it's kind of if you didn't need to split the time, if you didn't need to put some time in between him running away with the child and then him coming back with the child, then if you stitched one, two, three, and seven and eight together, you can just totally skip those three in the middle, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're just introducing, I guess. I get. I mean, one introduces Cara Dune, but um, so some sad parts. You get Quill 
dies, he's riding his heart out on one of those little lizard guys and and uh, biker scouts on uh, speeder bikes chase him down and destroy him. Um, you get uh, basically what happens after all the Mandalorians like save his ass and he's able to escape off planet. What we find out later on is that when all the Imperials come in, they hunt down all of the Mandalorians and slaughter all but one of them. Um, and she says she just wasn't there. Or she was in a different room or something when they got slaughtered. Um, so that was kind of sad. You know, you see more of the strengthening of his creed. So uh, everybody, I, I believe, even in the EU, everybody even said that Mandalore was a race. And what it turns out is it's a creed. It's just something that you follow, you know, and foundlings are super important to them. And when they find people, they train them in their ways. Um, now, he even mentioned, so somebody says, is this baby a foundling to you? And, and either him or the other Mandalorian says, that he's much too weak to be a Mandalorian, so I'm just going to try to find his parents or that kind of thing. So, all right. Well, so Lotus, you're going to finish watching the last two episodes at your leisure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. When when I have some time, I I will. Yeah. That's. I just it's yeah. just not it's just not a priority for me. That's all. Yeah, and like I said, with my unemployment, it makes it real easy. I just sat down on Thursday and watched every episode back to back. So yeah. literally fucking five hours of episodes. And it, it was really great the second time. So if you've watched it once, you weren't really thrilled with it, try to watch it again. Now, if you hate it that time, then oh well. So, all right, guys. Well, that review definitely took us into a very long episode. So we'll see your asses sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Peace. Peace.